0: Chamber Spaces Spaces And welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. Today on the Ether, Cosmonaut Bootcamp, number 50. Voter escrow with the Syndicate Hub. Hosted by Tendermint Timmy with Spark IBC. Let's take a listen.
1: Yeah, and I almost feel like, Adam's almost right now, its value prop is almost the same as Bitcoin. It's just like, people have decided it has value, and therefore it can act as liquidity and as like a, a basis for other things, which is not a good argument or value problem. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll, oh, and that's, that's the problem.
2: And I think, you know, coming from a finance ad, and like so, sometimes it, it's like a double-edged sword because you want to see everything, you know, as traditional finance, but there's a lot of financial pr- principles that a lot of people forget in crypto. It's like, there's this thing and somebody tweeted the other day that uh, basically companies that don't earn any money are, paying dividends, which is impossible, companies don't do it. So like that's essentially what Adam and these inflationary tokens are doing is they're giving users and validators, you know, rewards for basically no no fees. So there has to be some sort of, you know, like Ethereum solve that with um, their new upgrade. And then, you know, I don't know how the L2s are gonna be able to scale, but um, the problem is, is you have to have revenue to pay token holders. You can't just keep giving them inflationary rewards. That's, that's the kind of dilemma you're running that with like Adam, it's like you're paying, validators just to secure the chain but like how how much what is security really worth in the in the greater mean of things and
1: that's that's the question they have to answer and that's the question that's still to be figured out by like all of crypto in a way oh yeah i mean or like just the greater market of all of earth really (laughs) you know like you know what you kind of called me
2: out some time ago because i i kind of changed my thesis because i came in kind of like a bull with horns and i'm like you know what the community community doesn't understand anything and I think that's a problem coming through Phantom where everything was like doggy dog. And, you know, the community always was driving, you know, Andre out of the space and builders out of the space. That's kind of where I had a chip on my shoulder. Then I realized, you know, like you, uh, you, Joe, you know, um, uh, Don, like all these guys, you know, they understand and they, they they're not stupid. You know, I think the problem is, is you think coming from a bull market in like 2021, 2022, the majority of people in the crypto space were dumb and that they're just buying stuff because it was going up. And you realize that's not mature majority of people. So I think we yeah, yeah we've lost touch I think in the a big thing that I I, I think I want to do with the syndicate is like most relationships are unilateral meaning that one one party basically is guaranteeing one thing and the other is promised another so it needs to be a bilateral agreement between the community and the builders saying okay you know we're in this together we're both going to benefit from doing so and the problem is, is it's unilateral in the sense of maybe the community has promised something or the builders have promised something and nobody, it's never a double, you know, two people win. It's always one end winning and the other losing. So.
1: Yep. Yep. Well put. Um, I want to let Grit's comment if yeah. it's on this, on what we're talking about now, but since TerraSpaces Spaces is in here after he does that, Mike, maybe we can just start off with sort of an intro of yourself. Particularly, I'm kind of interested in a bit more of that Phantom yeah, background. so sure. We'll get into that to start off, but what's going on, Grits? Mic issues, perchance? Don't hear you. Not hearing anything. Better? Oh, just heard something super quiet. Less... Very, very, very quiet. That's not just me, right, Mike? It's super no, it's quiet. quiet. I can't really hear you. Alright, well, why don't you try and get that sorted, Grits? Um, for now, we'll just... We'll jump in, so while we wait for more people to trickle in and because we got Terra Spaces here recording uh, i'm just sort of a little curious about you mike before we get into syndicate and cosmos stuff oh here oh, he i is. heard something there there, is. Grits. I You're it getting there. hey
3: what's up hey there we go okay cool. i haven't been on a spaces in a while can't you tell
1: <laughs> i think you won just the other day was the one i was listening to
3: yeah haven't didn't really get to say anything though
1: yeah true what's going on man
3: not much just taking a break from programming today and made time for your spaces so hell
1: yeah you're going full full steam on that
3: dude oh such good news like i was just told like an hour ago that osmosis is giving me a private grant or something so it's pretty awesome For, for the website i'm building building the api i'm going to be integrating it into their discord so
1: oh okay nifty dude keep me up to date on that yeah you curious dude, to hear how the, it's like, crazy process goes. if
3: your shit passes it's gonna be funny because i just got like you know three of my working three of the things that i worked on all got funding somehow like cosmos spaces got delegations and you're gonna get funding from the hub and, and i'm gonna get like a grant from the fucking osmosis for my yeah home. and i worked on all of them it's gonna be like the trifecta of all my accomplishments this last six months or whatever
1: people can shit on the cosmos as much as they want but i think this kind of connects with what mike was saying how you were surprised coming here from phantom like that stuff does happen in the cosmos far more than elsewhere oh, I know. completely community yeah like grassroots it, it's pretty cool we can do a lot better and we we need to strive to improve but we should be grateful for the environment we have right now in cosmos which allows this to happen at all in the first place
3: yeah it blows me away i you know, I was actually like, pretty in my mind before, but now things look well better so
1: yeah and like you know in my mind at least for the longest time you know stable coins aside like adam's a top 10 crypto um it's getting a little less certain with all this stuff we're going to talk about tonight but it, you know in my mind it's always been a big boy it's a blue chip i look up to and to like have a governance proposal on that chain right now is crazy and it's really cool to see that that's possible here but yeah let's let's get into it so uh mike feel free to maybe let's just start with like when you got into crypto and then kind of curious where you navigated through the web3 world to get to cosmos (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm kind
1: of an old head
2: uh, when it comes to crypto. I think um, I, I've always natively called it crypto. and We can hash that out Web3 versus crypto. I know Joe and I have argued about the terminology, but I got into crypto probably in 2017 when uh, Uniswap and everything was going wild. I think the first altcoin I ever bought was Dragon Chain um and that was kind of <laughs> uh a mistake but um oh yeah, my gosh yeah, that, that that was really my uh warm welcome into the crypto space where the ico era on eos and all these uh old coins were just kind of just ripping you know 3000x within two days so that's kind of like how i navigated through it and then you know i'm in background in traditional finance i've been in advanced markets for about seven years so um, I kind of took a break from crypto um, for about two and a half, three years. And in 2020, I actually had somebody to reach out to me on LinkedIn and said, hey, you know, you should look at this Michael Saylor, <laughs> this Michael Saylor thing that he's buying Bitcoin. And one thing led to another. Um, and I actually, you know, how I really got involved is when I joined these uh, these discords and I was like a pump group and I had one of my buddies say, hey, you know what, Mike, you should join this this pump group and everything's going to be all right. and there's just API bots. <laughs> that was my next warm welcome into crypto. So I've just been kind of, you know, coasting through the sea of vibes basically. But um, that led me in to do a little more research into like decentralized finance, which I landed in the Phantom um, Phantom Chain. And I did a lot of uh, research uh, on Phantom. I think the first project, I think, was on Phantom back uh, when, when DeFi Summer happened. And I can't remember it. It was really, it was like a kind of a game five project if i could ugh, it's going to kill me but it was like this the starship swap and i was like oh this is the coolest thing ever you know that's when you know food farming and all that stuff became popular so <laughs> I lost a bunch of money doing that because i didn't understand you know inflationary rewards and stuff and you know i think i stuck around i've been through a few collapses uh the the worst one i think for me was when when uh, uh, andre left phantom which was tough for me because I've been involved in the ecosystem, the discords, you know, I watched Liquid Driver basically build, be built to what it is today and talk to those guys, build a good relationship with those guys. So um, it's it's been an, an interesting journey. And I think, honestly, um, one of my colleagues introduced me to Terra, <laughs> And Terra was how I got into uh, Cosmos because I had a buddy of mine saying, hey, you need to check out, you know, Adam and the IBC. It's a really cool. You know, they're building a lot of stuff. And you know, like I said, I'm no no uh, person to admit. You know, my my areas of uh, of non expertise, so I don't really know much about the technology. So I say, oh yeah, you know, the stablecoin is really cool. You know, this 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 algorithmic stuff, it's really cool. You know, Frax was was a model I was pretty familiar with with Ethereum L1, so I was really familiar with that. So uh, you know, Terra seemed interesting, <laughs> so <laughs> brought myself over to Terra thought about, you know, you know, talking to some of the teams, maybe developing something on Terra and then everything went to zero. <laughs> so that was my, my second experience. And then that actually landed me here in the cosmos community. And that, you know, I've just been a somewhat, you know, contributing, you know, on the end of like, you know, consulting and stuff like talking to projects and basically saying, you know, Hey, you know, this, this tokenomic, you know, design is kind of flawed here, you know, you know, financially, this could look better here. And eventually, you know, I just kind of thought like, why don't I build something that is useful to the community? And I think we were talking about earlier for the people that are just flowing in, that's a bilateral agreement between, you know, the team and users. And I really didn't, I haven't seen that anywhere out there. You know, I I was inspired by Redacted's model. I really like Redacted's model. Um, you know, Convex, Liquid, Driver. I think all of them have very, very good models, and I kind of took you know the best pieces of those and kind of tried to build my own thing. And I think you know this 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 thesis of you know this bilateral agreement between users and builders it's very few and far between. You have you don't really see very many many of them. Usually, it's just a voice yelling at one or the other. It's either a community yelling at the builders and the builders yelling, or or the builders yelling at the community members. Is very. Very, uh, I I guess, um, I'd say very scarce to find, you know, one and two where, you know, the community is in agreement with the builders and the builders are in agreement with the community. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to build at Syndicate is trying to find this middle ground of like basically saying, okay, you know what products does you know um, you know the Comdex ecosystem uh, for example. What do they need? What what is you know what's flowing them back or stopping them from you know becoming a you know a major hub for decentralized finance? Now, you know commodities is one of the things that I think really interested me. It's like well you know this has been trying to be done on chain. You know Mirror protocol tried to do it there's a couple of derivative protocols that have tried to do it, but it really hasn't succeeded. So I said, well, if you have interoperability in the hub, that's easy to get from chain to chain. You know, you can speculate on these assets and real world assets. It'd be interesting to find, you know, somebody that's a third party that comes into the ecosystem that's able to educate the users on what the products they're using. Um, make that, not necessarily make them win more than they lose, but have them understand the risks of like certain products. And then the third one would be you know, maximize these this like voter escrow, which I'll get into a little bit more. Um basically, you know, users being paid for their votes. So that's kind of, you know, the the goal of the syndicate hub and like a broader horizon. But I think G has his hand up. But yeah, go ahead.
3: This is funny. Uh small world. I like this commented on something you were talking on Twitter like an hour ago because it was just posting news. And also, I noticed just looking at the same ticket, you're like related to the cos or comdex thing somehow. Yeah, so, so.
1: yeah, my actually my add in because my, my follow up question was going to be like, how did you settle on comdex out of everywhere? And it's Cosm- funny
3: because I'm actually a moderator in the telegram there, I'm hired by comdex, so it's small world. So I'd like to know uh, what you're up to.
2: Well, basically, uh, I, I'll start with a tweet. So, I tweeted out, you know, hey, is anybody building a co- convex model on convex? And, uh, you know, Siddharth reached out to me and it's been a long process. Like, no, this sounds really interesting. Let's talk. So, I kind of brainstormed an idea and uh, kind of put it into place because re- realistically, right now, you have two problems in the Cosmos ecosystem. One, there's hyperflationary predatory techno- tokenomics that, you know, a lot of the users don't understand what they're getting into. And I can argue with the community all I can, but it seems that, you know, some of the cabals, like, you know, Territory was one of them that I got an argument with. What people from Territory said, "Listen, you know this is not sustainable. You guys should understand at least the risks." And then you have like Oni and Kevin Garrison saying, "You know, compound your Tory for like seventy thousand APY. Like that's just not sustainable, and you're more likely to lose than when you are to win." I'm just not a big fan of APYs, but um, I don't want to go off on a tangent on that. But yeah, basically, that's kind of how how oh, I've gotten with Comdex or Comdex.
3: Yeah, I know all about the Kevin thing. He's uh he seems to be pushing a lot of losing projects lately. So
1: yeah, and that's yeah. Wait, so in short, in short, though, Mike, you 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 went with Comdex because of like the tokenomics, more or less. Would you I say? I went with Comdex just because I working pretty
2: closely with these guys and understanding their products. I think they're really undervalued in the sense of what they're trying to bring to the IBC. It's just not another dex. It's not no. another. You know, lending markets, kind of like the all C-suite kind of uh, experience for users. So
3: I think I think it's also very smart of them to branch out into like Terra right now as well. So, yeah, yeah, they're
2: they're 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 trying to capture a different value prop. You know, Osmosis is just trying to be a thick, you know, deep liquidity dex, which there's nothing wrong with that and build financial primitives on top of it. But I think Comdex is going to be eventually very, very strong in the sense once they get C swap. They're taking the yeah, they approach. get the C swap yeah. and yeah. with with, uh, with commodities on chain. It's going to be a heck of a platform.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for the. Work, right? I wonder how it's going to work regulatory wise though, just because like oh, we basically saw that mirror asset
3: well, started. Like, they have a whole list of, like, places that are geolocked, and pretty much anywhere that doesn't have any regulation, like, structure, uh, you True. just can't use it.
2: Mm, yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, they'll censor they'll, they'll the okay. front ends, so this is, like, a key point for a lot of people. Um, eventually, there's going to be front ends that are available to U.S. users. There's just going to be restrictions. Yeah. The back end, you, can now, you can't, oh, reg- like you just can't reg- regulate back ends. It's impossible.
3: Like like the way SifChain Chain had it or whatever.
2: Yeah, you yeah. Just VPN. Yep. I mean, usually yep. you could just VPN it. If there's a way, there's a how. Oh, and if you have
1: good enough products where people actually See, want to use them, there's there's gonna people are gonna find a way. This is like a perfect example of laws not quite being caught up to tech. Like it's hilarious that, it, like I'm super simplifying here, but it, in a lot of cases, like what could bar a, a, an app's front end from being available to U.S. users, like. It could be the exact same app as I have in other countries. I just remove the button for leverage. Like, the feature's still there. Just just remove the button. And, like, that's super simplifying, but that kind of thing is, like, kind of how it works, and a good example of just why it's so dumb right now.
3: I, I know some people that get into lending protocols, and they just use the staking section of it, because they're afraid to do anything <laughs> with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, for the longest time, like, there was nothing to do but hold your link. Um, so people would just put it on Ave and not even take loans off of it because they didn't want to risk it, but just get like 0.01% or some stupid bullshit. But like, yeah, it's true. Like lending protocols have a wide know, number of uses, but okay, cool. So let's, let's dial in on syndicate hub. So like voter escrow, Selling your votes in a way—I know that was kind of paraphrasing. Like, what exactly does that mean? Do you want to just kind of do a full sort of walkthrough, and then we'll dig into the details? Yeah. So
2: there's it's it's basically uh, an interesting thesis uh, on uh, voter extracted value. So it's it's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about, and I think happens behind closed doors. I mean, cosmic validator is a perfect example. Uh, of, of what goes on behind closed doors and no world should that ever pass. Um, and, and it did. So that's the problem is these votes are being sold. They're just being sold over the counter. So my my goal on the syndicate hub is say, okay, you have, you know, these certain, let's say voter escrow tokenomics is one of them. So you have, you know, VE Harbor. So my goal is saying, okay, you know, Harbor votes don't have any value right now. You know, they're easily swayed by whoever holds X amount of Harbor and harbor votes so let's say so if you have you know 12,000 harbor you have 12,000 votes so let's say you know somebody just has a big wallet they don't really need the votes you know they're not really worried about you know voting power and participating in the protocol uh, in the protocol but you have somebody like stride that comes in and says okay you know we want to incentivize our money markets we want more people to mint stride we're gonna we're gonna uh, direct emissions and direct votes towards the st you know atom or st osmo vault so you can you know delegate to the syndicate hub the syndicate hub is going to maximize whatever bribe i guess you want to call it bribe incentive is going to be the highest that voting period and what's what we're going to do is basically say okay you know for stride it's got to be again it's got to be bilateral both both parties have to win for stride more people are more incentivized to use their stride instead of and this is this is where i kind of get conflicted because everybody thinks the end-all be-all is liquidity most people don't understand the risks. Really, the only risk you're running at on extracting liquidity from an asset is getting liquidated, and you're in control of that. You're not control of mercenary and MEV like you are in liquidity pools. You're not controlled. You're not. You're not. Um, I guess you're not exposed to um, impermanent loss, which impermanent loss happens even to ST to uh, staked assets to unstaked assets. So really, the only risk you run at with extracting liquidity or extracting value from a staked asset. Is running the risk of getting liquidated, but it's a lot easier and uh, I guess more controllable. Which I think we're going to eventually come out with products to uh, risk minimize that. But that's just not the goal in V1. But V1 is just essentially a marketplace for you know uh, I guess protocols to interact with people to buy their votes, and that's really what Voter Escrow is. The problem is is you have you know these validator sets where these deals go behind closed doors, and I don't want to go into the the, the weeds about, you know, how, how, uh, how moral it is to do that. And I, I'd rather not even mess in that space. I think that space will eventually um, figure itself out, but on the application and protocol level, there's no reason why, you know, you stride can't bribe voters to, you know, direct incentives to certain, you know, uh, assets. And I think it's going to really heat up when the liquid's taking heats up because you'll have three, four or five volts. Um, that will be receiving incentives. And if you're a Stride, if you're Quicksilver, if you're, you know, StarFi, you're going to want your your um, your vault to receive incentives to con- continue people to mint, you know, your staked assets. So that's kind of our, you know, our our thesis behind the whole thing is, you know, try to get users to number one, participate in Harbor Protocol, which hopefully will help them, you know, have a better DeFi experience. And, you know, uh, with DEXs, with You know, tokenomics in the sense of like if you lock your harbor, you at least have some value other than token incentives, which is bribes. So you're you're actually getting external and internal incentives, but with also you're able to vote on the the future of Harbor Protocol. So I think that's where we kind of you know thought, you know, here's where we plug in, and then V2 I can kind of get into it. I I don't we we can get into it later, but that's just kind of the uh,
1: the first version is the protocol. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's pause there. So, if if I'm following correctly, in a in a super simplified summary, if you know I were to be, uh, or if I if I was staking some Comdex, I could then like auction off the votes that go with those staked assets through so your it's, protocol. It's is only that correct? E harbor. So that's that's where the problem is. Dave, oh, okay.
2: Is, so I wish every protocol worked like this. Because then everybody's financially incentivized to participate. The problem is, is the only thing you really get through staking to validators, now you're giving up your control to the validators versus, okay, I don't need these votes. I'd rather be paid for them because let's be honest, governance is broken and it doesn't really matter. So I'd rather be incentivized for my governance votes rather than... Okay, you know, I'd say, you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying this happened. Let's say an interpreter makes uh, a, a deal with, you know, somebody that makes a proposal and they say, you know, you'll receive X amount of this if, if this goes through. And that's behind closed doors and nobody can see that versus on the syndicate hub. You know, this is only for voter escrow assets. So um, for the way that Harvard works. Your votes are an escrow, meaning that the more you lock or the longer you lock, the higher the voting power you have. So it's not the same. So let's say somebody locks for a month versus three months, the person that locked for three months will have more voting power than somebody that locks for one month. If they lock the same Mm, amount. So it's basically
3: Imagine how convoluted it gets with airdrops.
2: <laughs> well that that's the yeah. problem. So that's another problem that I, I we're really trying to solve is okay, we're trying to solve it at the protocol level. So it's very hard to to solve it at the chain level. So like you I can't really go and you know go to validators and say, hey, you know, now you have to switch to this, you know, Astro token. I, I don't even know how that would work. So um but we're trying to just solve it at the the, the protocol level. So eventually people will say, Okay, this stuff occur this is really honestly version one is just to number one you know, give, give people that really don't get any incentives for holding voters, token or voting tokens. Like, let's say uh, a good example is so like the solidly model, which I'm a really big fan of it. Basically you're, you're, you're incentivized to participate in the protocol versus, okay, I got an airdrop. Let me sell these tokens onto the next one. I think that's what G is really speaking about is people game airdrops and it's mercenary capital. That's really the opposite of what we're trying to avoid. We're really trying to prevent what, like the, what I was saying, unilateral, only one p- benefit or one party benefiting from the agreement versus bilateral, which both parties know, understand what they're getting involved in. You know, number one, you're selling your votes. So, I mean, there's, there's downsides. So you're sell- centralization is one of the things that was brought up in the forums. And eventually over time with the more, I guess, the more protocols you have participating, it kind of decentralizes itself. But I think you know that was a concern. Another concern was that you know if you have mercenary, let's say you know you have a project that comes in and just throws in huge bribes, and they get a bunch of you know V Harbor voting power, and they just put a proposal on uh, on Convex to get them all the, uh, the I guess you know incentives that week. And we're trying to work with Convex on trying on trying to stop that happening. But uh, as of right now, I don't think the Harbor Protocol you're allowed to uh, do anything like that. So those were the two questions that a lot of people had but the upside is number one you're getting paid for something that has no monetary value which is votes as of right now so we're, we're, we're helping users extract value from that and then number two on the protocol end because it has to be again bilateral both parties have to win you're bribing incentives basically meaning that you're going to get more people driven to your platform to mint st assets so for the staking protocols which is usually who usually we're, tr- we're going to try to go after um for the staking protocols to get more people to incentivize the stake to their platform and they they get I guess you'd say this extracted value meaning that it's not sitting idle in a wallet meaning that if they extract
4: value they're actually inclined to buy more so um, I think that's kind of the two problems that we're trying to solve so okay okay I
1: I'm still a little unclear <laughs> it's, very, like it's
4: why... very confusing it's it, I I
2: try to I try to dumb it no. down but it's 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 actually a pretty high level concept. no I'm with
1: you for like ninety percent I'm not quite following why it has to be Harbor though. Um, and so a first question, Harbor is analogous to like Aave, right? The token, like it governs the lending yeah, it's, protocol, it's like is that Maker. correct? Maker would be the, uh,
2: the the similar, it's a CDP currency. So that's that would be the similar okay. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the only thing is, Timmy, and this is kind of what, what we're thinking, As I think that's just where the puck's going in the sense of this, is like this VE model has been super successful, because look at the problems that Osmosis has. So the problem is with osmosis, really, they're useless tokens. So you're really not being incentivized for anything other than LP. So we, we're trying to you know, convince, uh-huh. not convince, but we I guess we're bartering with C-Swap and these protocols that are going to be built on top of the convex ecosystem to adopt this model. Um, and the more the merrier, and the more the merrier, meaning that more people are going to be able to have this system in place, meaning that they're going to be paid for these votes rather than, you know, being incentivized to zero. So why are you going to hold Osmo tokens? There's really no, no use of it. Um, and then number two is that, you know, you, they're, they're really not useful sitting in your wallet. So you lock them up. So you receive fees from the platform and you receive voting mm-hmm. power. So that, I think that's kind of like the sweet spot. We're trying to really, I think C-Swap Dex is where we're kind of, kind of talking to them and trying to get them to implement that model. But so as of right now, it's right. just V Harbor, um, and that's just kind of like the the V one, uh, which which it, we're just kind of testing it out and seeing, you know, what what's going to happen with it. I think it's going to be pretty successful because there's really nothing on the IBC like it. It's kind of a new idea. It's really an L two, yeah. you know, Ethereum uh, idea. But we're we're kind of testing out, seeing where where it goes. But V two is where where I get really excited, and I
1: can get into that a little bit later. Okay, and so does Harbors, the, the mechanism that makes it, like, the longer you uh, lock up your tokens, the more voting power you have. Correct. Is that something that's required for the way your platform works, or is that just, like, a nice bonus that, that works for, well? For the market for the marketplace, like, yeah. So there's really no
2: incentive to hold yeah. Harbor other than if you're going to lock it, because you can't receive fees on the platform unless you lock the tokens. So...
1: But I just I just mean so like if, if you wanted to expand syndicate hub laid down the road to many different chains, many different protocols, the this general model that you've li- laid out would also work with more linear. Yeah, uh, yeah they would, they would work, like,
4: it
2: would work. So like the goal would be so like, let's say we plug into like optimism or like we plug into, you know, yeah. another EVM like chain. The problem is, is like Kava would be another one that that's probably the, the most relevant just because it's on the IBC. Any protocol that has voter escrow tokenomics is able to sell votes to certain, I guess, you know, certain parties that would see these votes useful. So that's, that's the only mechanism so far that we, you really see it. You can't really see it other than, like I said, like under the table, you know, backdoor, you know, handshakes of like, you know, validators yeah. saying, hey, you know, you vote for this proposal. Like we want to make it transparent because it happens whether people like it or not. Um, and if if you're gonna be paid for them, let's just say that way, like liquidity is a, a really important one. Like if you're gonna incentivize liquidity without buying the tokens, it's a lot bigger win for the user and the protocol because the protocol does not have to buy, you know, you know these these or they don't have to provide liquidity on the pair number one. So like they don't have to incentivize the token directly. They can just pay. Let's say you know v- Velo is a good example. So like I don't know if you're familiar how Velodrome works, but like. So Velodrome is basically the solidly model perfected. So instead of having, you know, osmosis, you know, make pool 82 and then it's, you know, let's say Akash to Osmo and Akash has to directly incentivize Akash on that platform. Instead of doing that, they can on a weekly basis, incentivize people to vote for incentives on that Osmo incentives on that pool. So let's say they put up $10,000 in bribes for that week on that pool. So instead of having to directly incentivize it, like for let's say an epoch, like 30 epochs, and then reset it, they could do it for a week, you know, basically bribe that liquidity, have incentives to that pair, and then basically decide on a weekly basis how much they want to contribute instead of uh, you know, a fixed amount emitted over X amount of, you know, of, of days or you know, months. So they call it like rented liquidity. So like you're renting liquidity for the week, which number one increases deeper liquidity. More people are going to be inclined to provide liquidity where there's incentives. So now for like, you know, let's say a cash, now they don't have to, you know, emit their own token to Oblivion. They can use another token instead of theirs. They can pay a weekly bribe of like, let's say 10 grand versus, you know, forty grand over, you know, two weeks. So they can decide on a weekly basis how much they want to bribe these holders and it's a win for the user because they collect bribes and it's a win for Akash because they don't have to admit their own token to Oblivion. They can kind of decide how much they want to emit it. So. I love I love how you're just
1: calling it bribes. I mean, because it is accurate. Oh, but. it's a bribe.
2: It's they're <laughs> bribes. That's what they are. It's it's a it's a it's it's right. in a a handshake deal or a a <laughs> an over the counter deal to somebody to say, hey, you know what? The, pay me. Basically, uh, excuse my language, but fuck you. Pay me if I'm going to buy something. I'm going to vote for something. Pay me to do it, or I'm not going to do it.
1: I almost feel, though, colloquially, that as soon as it's out in the open on something like Syndicate Hub, it's no longer a bribe. I think, like, part of the definition of a bribe is that it's done behind closed doors. <laughs> uh, it, it, it definitely yeah, is. I totally I, get what you mean.
3: Have you talked to Jacob yet, Mike?
2: Gadekin? From Notional? Yeah, I talked to Jacob pretty often, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, he, he, this is all his, he would love this conversation. Oh, <laughs> what,
2: are his, what, are I, his what are his thoughts on yeah. this? I mean, he knows it occurs. And we've talked about it a few times. And he just, you know, do you know how Jacob is? He just he just goes and rants and raves. And I love it. I love him for it. But um, I think we've talked about this. And he's like, yeah, it definitely can close behind closed doors. So we're pretty limited in, this, in version one. So that's that's kind of the, my, not really my concern. It's kind of like a test. So let's say, like, we're, we're, our idea is okay, we'll see if this works. You know, if it doesn't work, we have V2. And I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited for V2 because I think V2 can be really interesting. But V1 is just kind of saying, okay, we have these illiquid tokens. The mechanism is already there to build. We're just going to build on top of it. And then basically seeing, let's get these people paid for their votes, you know, and see who's going to, you know, pay them for it. So I think that's just kind of our thesis on V one. It's it's kind of like a, uh, almost like like a test product, if if that makes sense. It's like the it's like a live test net, which is live without being a test net. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. The v- <laughs> VE v- tokenomics—I keep forgetting—they're not popular in Cosmos. So I—I I, I feel like I—I'm—I'm I'm probably better, you know, explaining that than than the whole idea of the syndicate. Because if you don't understand voter escrow, it's kind of hard to understand the product.
1: Yeah, I—I've had—I mean, I've had this idea in my head for a while, which seems like it's the same end goal as what you're going for, but a different means to it. Like I've always just wondered if you could do. Liquid voting, like the exact same way a liquid staking protocol works. You go to their app, you stake your tokens, you get your emissions, your reward, uh, but you also get a token where whoever has it can, you know, vote That's voter on escrow. a proposal.
2: That's essentially what Voter Escrow is. <laughs> literally, you're literally, yeah. Literally, okay. Voter Escrow. The votes are escrowed to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. So like, think of it like how the mortgage industry works. You know, I don't know if you're from the United States or not, but I lived in the United States for quite a while before I moved. But um, so like essentially you have, you know, a buyer and a seller, you know, they're in agreement to, let's say, purchase a home. You know, they put the down payment that goes in escrow, meaning that until X amount is promised, that payment does not go to the person. It's the same thing with votes. So these votes are escrowed in the sense of they're rented out maybe to somebody else or the person. Let's just say they're they're held and the person doesn't vote. They're escrowed to, to the protocol. So the protocol basically decides, you know, if you lock up X amount of votes for, let's say, three months, we'll give you more voting power. It's, what you, it's for you to decide where those go. So instead of, let's say, maker, for example, like you can't incentivize maker votes just because, you know, it's whoever's wallet holds them. You can't delegate your voting power to anybody. What voting escrow lets you do is escrow those votes, push them to somebody else that wants them. or or sees incentive, like basically sees value in them. It's like that voter extractor value, which is a new term in crypto, meaning that votes have value to certain people, just like politics, you know, how much is is a vote worth for President Trump or President Biden, you know, how much are you gonna pay for those Mm -hmm. votes? It's the same thing in the same aspect, meaning that, you know, most of the time these votes aren't paid for and they're basically
1: going to believe yeah. whoever, whoever posts on Twitter is,
2: is going to say, you know, you know, I just you know.
1: realized like what a system it would be if instead of like wasting all the money they do on advertising various, you know, political candidates to me, they just paid me straight up. Just said, Hey, that's, we'll give you, to you this that's much. That's what to they call lobbying. Money. That's why they lobby. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just wish it could happen for the little guy. I well, know. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> I mean,
2: the goal. So, I mean, fi- I think financially, the yeah. hub is confused on really what it wants to be. So I think, you know, I, and we're probably going to work so, directly with, I don't mean to interrupt you, we're probably going to uh, work directly no, yeah. with the hub if we do go through with ICS, because now I'm a part of, of, of Comdex, whether I like it or not. I mean, I'm building on it. So uh, the success of them is basically the success of the syndicate. So I think our thought process is, you know, we want the hub to succeed because it helps us succeed. Um, and I think the problem is, is we have protocols, and I'm not throwing osmosis under the bus, but they attack each other instead of working and and mm-hmm. cahoots. And I think that's a huge problem. I think competition is a good thing, but coalition is even better. So I think the more protocols that we have work together, because really the, our competition is the banks, and it's it's you know bigger finance where it's gate kept, and the little guys really can never win. You know, accredited investors rules yeah. is basically prices out ninety percent of people in the United States. So I think the goal is just to build good products for users, a clean U- UX UI, uh
1: and uh, uh overall. So you're good, basically yeah, trying you're basically trying to build infrastructure for like the curve wars and the astro Literally, yes, a
2: hundred percent correct. correct. Yeah. So basically saying we want users to participate in this fun project like this fun aspect of DeFi that has just been perverted for such a long time with APYs, you know, three, three. And I think the goal is essentially have, you know, a chance for the little guy to win because over and over and over, you see, the little guy get screwed on these, you know, hyperinflationary tokenomics, these NFT projects, where they're not disclose all the risks, you know, our goal is to, you know, basically disclose these risks, you know pay help people get paid for certain things that they're not going to get paid for which is votes uh v2 is really really cool which is liquid lock positions which is like cvx CVRV. you know no different than liquid staking derivatives meaning like you know if you have a v harbor position that you lock for three months and you got to get out of it guess what we're going to allow you to get out of that through our through our product so i think that's really the goal is we're trying to just bring this movement into cosmos so you know we're, we're kind of like the voice <laughs> the, the loud voice saying hey guys this worked on ethereum so like why can't it work on cosmos and it would even work better in cosmos because interoperability so why not yeah. try to invent reinvent the wheel and go and not go with works like i understand experimentation but you can't and, and here, here's the problem, Timmy. I don't want to go off on a rant because I will. <laughs> you got to kind of stop me. But so here there's a massive problem where there's, there, there's, there's these products that are providing solutions to problems that don't exist. So like there's, there, there, there's so many products out there that like are looking for a problem that doesn't exist. Instead of providing a solution to a problem that has been, you know, overlooked. So our, like, our goal is like, well, we'll identify the problems. That's why V3 is kind of up in the air. V2 is already a problem that exists. Liquid lock position, liquid staking derivatives. Like everybody would like to have liquidity it's so important to have liquidity to get in and out of positions speculate xyz well guess what with with the syndicate v2 you're going to be able to get out of your harbor positions even though if you lock it for you know x amount of years you know or you can just buy a harbor over the counter take it with with syndicate hub and we'll provide you the liquidity obviously we have to figure out the fees and stuff for that it's kind of you know in the air it's not going to be anything too crazy it's going to be basically modeled off the cdx crv but um that's kind of the, where we're we're envisioning uh, 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 in the cosmos hub
1: so okay so you want to walk me through like how exactly like the specifics of if i as just an average user wanna participate in this like what that's going to feel and look like like is it auction style like like ebay like i just put my price for my vote is it order book like so how here's the so cool we'll thing, start
2: Kenny. we're going to maximize that for you so uh, the syndicate's going to carry all the hard work for you. Um, we were going to let users uh, be able to decide themselves, but sometimes the problem is, is if you give people choices and too many choices, they end up making the worst one. And I just kind of think that's yeah. the 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 I guess the elephant in the room is you know you're going to create this vote centralization, but you know there's 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 going to be you know kind of a pendulum, the risk versus rewards. I think long term. Uh, I know i know i've been talking to the team about this is that you know are we going to vote in the best incentives of you know the harbor protocol and Comtex, of course because with <laughs> with that comes our survival so we're never going to turn our back you know on the on the hand that fed us either so we're going to maximize the the votes on a weekly basis um basically on who who bids the highest
1: bribe so okay okay cool gotcha okay so still can you just walk me through a step by step like starting with i have harbor token so you, yeah. what what are the kind of individual things so right? you have harbor yep. tokens so would i stake mm-hmm. it like for example do i stake it first yeah. or do i stake so, it on your yeah. product so v1
2: v1 yeah. would be simple so v1 is there is no liquid staking derivatives or liquid lock positions those don't exist so traditionally you would have to lock your lock your harbor let's say you bought it off the open market you want to participate in the Harbor Protocol. You want to get the fees from the CDP, which is CMST and stable, and you want to direct incentives to certain votes. Let's just say this is a person, um, and they say, "Okay, you know, I can lock it for one month or three months." They lock it for three months and say, "Okay, well now I have all this voting powder. What do I do with it?" Most people sit out and say, "You know what? I, t- I don't even care about it. It's not going to really exist." Blah 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 blah. So we say we come in and say, "Hey, you know, somebody's going to probably want to pay you for those votes. You know, the, there's there's a reason why." You know, incentives are directed to certain vaults and why not have a system where a user can basically delegate those votes to whoever is going to pay them for them? So our platform says, hey, you know, Stride, Quicksilver, you know, Luna Classic, all these platforms. Why not use, you know, vaults to incentivize people to buy and extract liquidity from your assets? So we come in and say, "Okay, here's a platform where you can say, you know, X amount of incentives go to this vault, X amount of incentives go to that vault. Let's go to this vault. Let's say three different vaults: Luna Classics, uh, ST Adam, and you know Q Adam. So now you have a bidding war between the protocols bidding on you know these boats. So you, Timmy, you locked it up. You know you bought Harbor. You locked it for three months. You have you know two 2000- thousand. You know ve harbor versus worth of voting power you delegate it to the syndicate the syndicate says okay timmy come back in a week or in a week we'll we'll give your votes to the highest bidder and you'll click a claim button and you'll receive whatever incentives are for that week for those votes
1: okay okay so abstracting away a lot of the the steps in the first version well yeah so v2 two okay, cool. is essentially saying okay you know it's basically an
2: auto compounding position meaning that you know you have. Let's say, I don't know, a thousand harbor, and that will give you yep. uh, a thousand s harbor, which is syndicate harbor. So instead of having to lock it, you're able to collect still the bribes. You're able to collect the fees, but we we take a little bit off the top. So like the fees that you get from the uh, from uh, the harbor protocol, if you were to lock it we'll take like let's say five we haven't really decided we're gonna we're gonna see how the first product goes it's no more than like five percent caller fee meaning that like on the call meaning that on the incentives so like let's say you're getting incentivized ten percent we'll take five you're still getting five percent for the liquidity x amount bribes whatever you'll still receive the bribes the only thing we take is off the yield so now you're able to swap in and out of the position without having to lock it it, it it that prevents a lot of things like instability of price so like if the price of harvard goes down or up you're able to take advantage of the upside and sell out before the downside versus if it's locked you're really screwed and you kind of have to wait
1: so interesting okay so like it this is it really is kind of like um i i, I said this coming from a different approach in my statement earlier but like when i said liquid voting it is very similar to liquid staking in a lot of ways it seems like with it's it's not just I'm just thinking through this yeah yeah okay no yeah it makes it's liquid sense makes sense on the protocol okay. layer instead of on the on the, right. on the base layer yeah so would it, would an s harbor token in theory it would be a different value relative to harbor at any time given like how important governance is at the time or like that's what I'm not quite yeah, correct. So so here's the thing. So if you look at CVX CRP, yeah, and this is this is
2: this is going to be the tough part on our part is maintaining a peg, which is going to be, you know, number
1: one it's going to have to be, you know, a, a super liquid market. Yeah, go ahead. Why do you why do you want a peg? Let's start there. I'm, and and that's not me being skeptical. I actually don't. I'm thinking through it. Like wouldn't the idea yeah. of this protocol be like, you know, certain months there's going to be a vote and during that month or that week period or whatever, S Harbor will be worth significantly more like 10x what Harbor is even maybe because, well, no, no, yeah. that, that so wouldn't make ahead. sense. So, so it's, a weekly,
2: it's incentives paid out on a weekly basis to the holders. Like the only thing that auto compounds into the position is the yield. So you have to stake it with Harbour. Right. If it's not staked with, or sorry, with Syndicate, if it's not staked with Syndicate, you're not getting more Harbour. You're just, you're holding it naked. So you have to stake it with the platform to be able to collect bribes and incentives.
1: No, I get that part. I'm I'm not as much concerned with like the actual APY. St- like, like I think what you're talking about right now is the problem all liquid staking protocols face of like how do you account for the value going up and that change in price. I more so mean like, if if I if we're figuring out how uh, ST atom should be placed, and I wrap my head around that, got like, talked with them, I was like, okay, so like one ST atom is going to grow in value, even though it might always be one because underlying blah blah blah. But then this has an extra layer of like, if I buy ST atom, I cannot immediately use that to
4: vote, and unlike.
1: I mean, like the fundamentals behind a token, let's say Adam, are not going to change week to week. So any changes in price, although they can swing wildly, are going to be due to like, you know, external factors or just markets being crazy, FOMO, FUD, whatever. Uh, But like with an S asset, a syndicate asset, nothing, no changes to the code have to happen. No, no news has to come out aside from a certain governance proposal suddenly going up and then.
4: hmm god
1: i am with you like 98 so, of the way. so here, I, i'm here, like totally the, the i'm just trying to think through all, all the
2: that. details so i think okay, you're yeah. confusing it as like the voting power once you you mint as asset stays with the syndicate so it's basically an integration of v1 so it's just like convex works when you you, you mint cvx crv you give up your ve curve voting power it automatically goes to convex so it's the same thing with the syndicate right So there's really no other players in this game. So we're really the only player in it. And like, we're obviously going to vote and this like, obviously does not in any means mean that I'm just going to be like a Danny Sesta and say like the frogs fuck everybody. Like we're going to vote in the best, you know, best interest of the ecosystem. So like, if there's proposals that come up that are just like, you know, pretty skeptical, obviously we're going to vote with the best interest of syndicate and, uh, and Comdex. So
1: and like that that goes to like say wait I'm, I'm i'm actually getting slightly more confused why are you guys voting i thought syndicate was a marketplace for other people to come by no i'm saying again i'm saying like on the sense of okay let me explain it this way
2: so like let's say s assets it's a good example It's like once the s assets go live that voting power is mm-hmm. going to go to the marketplace so let's say syndicate still is going to have a role in this let's say we have harbor for ourselves because S Harbor is going to be minted uh, directly through our platform, they're not going to directly go to the marketplace. We'll probably keep like, let's say X amount of Harbor, let's say 5%, 10%. So we we're going to okay. at least want to have voting power. Cause the problem is if we centralize the voting power to, let's say, you know, Stride and the stride wants to take over the ecosystem, okay, gotcha. we can't let that happen. So we still, yeah, have to, yeah, yeah. yeah we're still, we we still hold a decent amount of Harbor cause we're, we're going to vote in the best interest of the con- con- convex ecosystem. So we're not we're not going to let some mercenary come in there and say we're going to steal all the votes, incentivize our votes, and then basically emit harbor to zero. We're not going to let that happen. So that's where the centralization. So when matters, I put
1: right? in, so when I when I put in my harbor, it creates an S harbor token in my wallet or your guys in your wallet. So you get a derivative.
2: You in get my, the derivative. Okay. We take the harbor. Yep. We lock the harbor, the maximum amount, so we have the voting power. So we centralize the voting power to. Uh, the syndicate basically the the bribe marketplace maximize the bribes for that week and um, and the incentives because you still receive incentives for v harbor we basically give the yield to the user so let's say on like let's say week three or week two the yield is 15 percent. so that 15 percent you get as the yield you can auto compound it back to the token you can just take the yield straight up and sell it, it just doesn't matter it really depends so like let's say you get harbor emissions for Week three and it's fifteen percent harbor emissions, five percent bribes. So the bribes you can sell directly. The fifteen percent emissions you can either relock or you can take them up front and sell them. So it's going to change on a weekly basis. Like the ve harbor emissions are going to stay stay the same, but the uh the bribes will obviously differ based on week to week. So and then obviously syndicate's going to have a position in that, saying that okay, you know, let's say we have five percent of the voting power, or like we generate X amount of revenue. Uh, on let's say our product and it's five percent we're going to use that five percent to buy harbor and have you know uh obviously a a, a um a position and voting for a certain vaults or voting you know in the back yeah fun. so we're definitely we're not we're not, a, we're not a player that has no hand in the game because that would be stupid we're just basically <laughs> we're, we're giving the outcome to out, outsiders of the ecosystem we we got to protect our ecosystem as well so we got to be yeah. careful because the problem is is when you sell these votes you don't want to a, 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 i guess a mercenary to come in there and say <laughs> we're going. To steal all the votes and vote for certain vaults. We can't let that happen again.
1: Okay. Okay, cool. So now now walk me through the other side. So I'm a, a project that wants to get something through. I'm, um, you know, whatever it might be, where I want to come and buy some votes. Uh like just the specifics. So so what happens there? Am I buying and getting in my wallet S token or am I just giving tokens through your smart contract that then have you guys vote a certain, like, yeah, what are the specifics there? So I want to come, I have some, some liquidity ready that I want to spend. Yeah, on. So products. you have to your stride and you want to spend, you know,
2: let's say 5,000 stride for that week to incentivize ST Adam. So what you do is on our platform, I wish that we, <laughs> it was live. I, I, I can't wait to share it with you guys. Cause the UI looks awesome. Cause it's very easy. So basically what you do is go to the platform, you go to the app, you can click add bribe. The protocol can add the bribe. Anybody can add bribes. That's the beauty of it. You know, let's say some user that's a whale wants to incentivize a certain vault because they have a lot of, you know, ST atom. They can incentivize that vault. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of a cool game. Meaning that you know a lot of people are going to be able to incentivize certain vaults, and hopefully it's a competition that basically decentralizes itself.
1: Okay, wait, wait. So let's let's stay on that analogy because I was I was pieces were starting to fall into place. Actually, I, I think you slightly threw me off later. Uh, earlier with when i gave my analogy of like liquid
2: i apologize
1: (laughs) yeah when, when you were like that's voter escrow that's it when i described liquid uh voting or whatever i was thinking okay so that means there's a token that's floating around that represents the votes and there kind of is with the s assets but not in the way i thought so this is good though so if i'm stride i come in i have let's say actually let's say i have even though this isn't how you guys would measure it, just for the sake of my question, I have $5,000 worth of stride that I wanna put towards uh, bribes on a certain proposal. Then Quicksilver comes in and they have $10,000 worth of some token that they wanna put towards bribes for something competing. What, What happens then? What goes on with that situation? I think that will put the final pieces together for me.
2: So essentially what's gonna happen is and here's the cool thing is it's you get you get the two into bidding war. So like the voting period's not gonna ever end until the seven-day period's up. So it's a weekly basis for Harbor. So let's say on day six, you know, Quicksilver comes in and says, okay, we're gonna have five thousand worth of bribes, and then you know, Stride comes in and says seven thousand. So it's not until the very end syndicate's going to make that decision. It's going to be basically on the end of the voting period syndicate's going to decide, okay, you know, Stride's paying X amount for this vote and, you know, Quicksilver's uh, uh, providing X amount for this vote. Um, We're going to pick the one that has the highest bid. So basically the user is going to be able to get the most
1: value out of their votes versus. And so does that mean it's all or nothing? So in my example, like let's say it was 10,000 versus 20, it wouldn't be that Stride gets thirty-three percent of the vote and Quicksilver gets sixty-six percent. It would probably just all go to Quicksilver. Just
2: those who delegate the Syndicate. So if you don't delegate the Syndicate, you could you can actually get the bribes from Quicksilver, but it's not gonna be as much per uh per bribe versus let's say, you know, syndicate has it's like two million votes, let's say, for Harbor. And that's going to average on a certain percentage of like let's say twenty stride per person, like that's not going to be financially viable. So what we do is say, okay, you know, strides offering seven thousand, but Quicksilver's offering five thousand. We're going to decipher the votes based on you know the use the, the basically the user receiving the more if that makes sense. So like let's say once there's no all or nothing if that makes sense. So it's not going to go all in one. So like let's say strides offering seven thousand. Quicksilver's offering five thousand. We're going to split up the votes to maximize the most for the user, if that makes sense. So it's not going to be. It makes So sense. the problem is, is if you go one hundred percent, each person's not going to get as much. If that makes sense.
1: What what user and what person? You keep saying that like maximize for the user. Are we talking about the? Like stride in this it case, is, are we talking is, about me? You, you
2: who's is selling Timmy that sells your votes and delegates to syndicate. Yep. So per wallet, so we're maximizing bribe per wallet. Okay. So let's say you have twelve yeah. thousand gotcha. votes, Timmy, and you yep. you're, you're basically going to have twelve thousand votes to put up towards you know X, you know, let's say stride Adam. So yes, if that's seven thousand votes, or seven thousand stride. If we put all of the votes in one basket you're only gonna receive X amount. Versus if we put some towards Stride, some towards Quicksilver, we're gonna maximize the most per user. So we're gonna split up the votes based on certain assets, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, gotcha. So,
2: like, Stride might receive most of the voting power because they have the most incentives, but there will still still be some for Quicksilver. So, like, some users will get, you know, max right. amount of Stride, some will get Quicksilver, some will get, you know, Starfy. It will be a mix of both. But incentive wise, it'll be the most. It'll be the maximum for the user. So the protocol will still get okay. majority of the incentives. Like whoever puts up the highest bribe will get majority of the incentives. But it will be split between you know Quicksilver. It's not going to be all or nothing. Because if it's all or nothing, then you have bullet centralization. You can't do that.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Cool. So then my next question would be, uh, and I'll use some absurd numbers here just for the example, just um, to see how it works. But like, let's say you add.
4: 10, uh, yeah, let's say you had like
1: 10,000 uh users who ha- are, are like putting their votes up for auction on Syndicate, um, a total value of you know, a million dollars, some big amount. And on a given week, you only get like 5,000 in bribes, let's say. Um, And same for the reverse situation. So let's say like when you first launch new, there's very few people selling votes, but you have like pretty big bids coming in, um, which might not happen, which is why it's just for the example. I'm just curious how the mechanisms work there. Is it just sort of like a linear split across the board, you know, like, um, or yeah, what would happen in those situations? Like when
2: either- You're talking about variability on week to week like if the votes were super high the first week and then super low the next week, correct?
1: That is what I'm talking about, but I'm more so using this question as just an example to understand the the general mechanics. So like, Paul, um, well, let me think of a better way to phrase this. So I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of confused, honestly. But uh, yeah, I'm wondering if if like, let's say, let's just take a super simple example where there's only me on the platform selling votes uh and there's only oh, yeah. one so you,
4: yeah
2: protocol i, I bidding.
1: understand what you're saying so yeah so if i put um 10,000 harbor tokens up for bid and these people put incentives worth uh only half of that let's say did they get like half my vote then and they because they didn't pay an adequate price or is so that your votes, not really so the your case
2: votes are, the bidding your votes are meaningless
1: so your votes are meaningless other than the bribe. So the
2: thing is you'll get a percentage of that bribe compared to the field. So let's say there's hmm, a good example. is like, let's say there's 12 million Harbor locked and syndicate holds the value okay. for 5 million. So we'll get 5 million up because there's still Harbor holders that are voting outside the syndicate platform. And it will always be that way. Like the, you'll never right. have a hundred percent vote centralization to the platform. So I mean I haven't prepared for that scenario yet, but if that is a scenario, we'll definitely have to pivot and figure out something that to, to promote decentralization. We actually don't want hundred percent vote centralization. No,
1: I, I think I think I think I'm really asking this question poorly. Like I <laughs> guess ahead. if if the total if the total amount of bribes that come in in a certain period is far below what like you guys or the protocol or whatever feel is the value. Uh, of the amount of harbor that you have control over
2: you will still we'll still like, vote we'll yeah still let's vote. say for, for two weeks. vote because it's better than letting them sit and not voting for anything so like the thing is, is the votes are valueless unless there's bribes so like there is, like yeah right yeah.
1: but you wouldn't do a partial thing we like let's just pretend yeah that-
2: you, you, there's okay. no way to do a partial unless there's multiple parties because
4: yep. you're just stinked
2: mm-hmm. right exactly Okay. So the problem, the problem okay. you run into with that is like, let's say syndicate sits out and says, okay, this week, there's really no incentives, you know, users will still be able to collect because the thing is, is it's just an extra layer on top of what Harbor already does. It lets you govern the protocol, you receive fees and you yeah. receive emissions.
4: yeah So it's just so a bonus anything-
2: on top of that where you're already not being paid for it. So like, let's say there's a proposal that comes up. You're just kind of, people just randomly vote most of the time. Um, I'll be honest. Like most people just click yes, no, you know, or, or abstain. And they really, most people don't really read. The protocol but they don't really read, read mm-hmm. the proposal so i mean we do a pretty good job with due diligence we have like a team of five so most people are going to read you know not read the proposals our team reads every proposal that goes up so like if the people are concerned about voting power let's say you know st adams going to receive more and this is another thing timmy i forgot to mention uh we're able to govern let's say like um st adam can increase the the ceiling for cmst so let's say your stride and like the the vault's capped out and you want to increase the ceiling, you can use the syndicate platform to bribe holders to vote yes on that proposal as well. But again, and oh, here's the yeah. thing too, and we are taking this into consideration because we've heard feedback. If it is a proposal that is dangerous to syndicate and dangerous, or sorry, dangerous to Comdex and dangerous to Harbor we will abstain and we won't participate. So if it's something that's like, Oh, let's say, you know, increase the CMST that ceiling. We're not going to
1: do that. We're going to abstain actually on that interesting okay and that'll just kind of be well, end of the well, day maker, you maker guys are has that problem right now that.
2: so we don't want to run into the maker situation that just happened which basically say okay back die with maker that we we've seen that happen with terra it's it's not a good scenario so if it's if it's a financial risk or financial risk to the harbor protocol and comdex we will not participate in and, and sometimes we'll we'll actually vote against it um uh, in the long run it's
1: going to protect us it's going to protect the users and it's going to protect the platform so you're actually a very like centralized company and business model in this respect. There, there's no smart contracts that say like, here's the total amount of bids that come in. Here is how the vote goes. It, it's you guys in the middle saying, operating like a business saying, here are the bids. Here's how we're going to vote. Or at times like, no, we're going to hold off because this is not in our and our yeah, chain's interest. 100%. And the problem is, if you think that's If
2: decentralize yep. it, then you, you give other whales and, and bigger, it, it gets centralized either way. So a good example is yes. like Maker, Maker yep. and Uniswap. Maker, Maker and Uniswap are decentralized, but they're not decentralized. You know, a, A16Z and these big venture capital firms hold a bunch of tokens, the users get screwed, and um, you don't receive any of the fees. So that's the problem with decentralization, whether people like it or not. Nothing is truly decentralized until, you know, syndicate hopefully com- becomes, once it become like synthetics one day, where it started off super centralized, and eventually when the protocol grew that it could get decentralized, we wanted to centralize it. So at the beginning, you have to have some sort of guidance, you know, you can't have, you know, the community and everybody vote uh, on a vision that they didn't come up with. And that's the problem, I think, with the Cosmos (laughs) is you have a lot of people voting uh, on on a vision that they didn't really see, you know, and they didn't develop. And that's kind of what we want to do, develop the vision, develop all the versions and then make immutable smart contracts and let the protocol run itself. So.
4: Okay. Very cool.
2: That's just kind of my idea around it. I mean, I've heard there's no perfect model. I mean, and there's risks to yeah. everything. So the risk that you're bringing up is centralization. Centralization is something we want to avoid, but I think we think it's necessary at least in the beginning to get it off the ground um, and to honestly benefit both parties. Whether it's you know uh voting, you know, in the best interest of the syndicate, voting in the best interest of the Comdex, voting in the best interest of the IBC. You know i'd say i'm a pretty fair guy you know I'm, I'm not gonna you know steal all the all the votes vote for myself and disappear and, and move to Zimbabwe. like that's a very low chance of that happening obviously it's crypto and anything can happen but you know we're in it for the long haul we're building in the bear market we're not just here to extract value from people and then leave i think from somebody that's been so battle-hardened through you know the daniel sesta stuff through phantom through Terra, through you know the ibc problems you know i I'm I'm here for the long haul, and I think Syndicate is as well, and that's why we kind of align with Comdex, who are you know here for the long haul as well, and that's kind of why we landed there instead of you know Kava, who's a basically a, and I I have no disrespect to them, but it's just a copy pasta of an EVM, so we just kind of want to do also, something different. Kava
1: makes no Kava makes no sense for your your particular product right now because there's only one person that votes on kava and it's the kava yeah, team yeah so to i i know so, i've been kind of all
2: over the, who, who know, would they yeah, be buying each yeah, other's vote i've just been all over the place today and i I hope to be on again and maybe <laughs> explain it a little bit better i kind of get riled up and, and go off on a tangent and that's usually why i have jordy here to to hold me
1: back but he, he's not here uh he's he's our operations manager. no worries awesome. i also sometimes ask I also uh, sometimes ask questions that like maybe don't need to no, be asked and can create, great, man. Argument, but that I think yeah, are, yeah, that are good to explain. Cause it makes me a better, it makes me a better, you
2: know, better, better developer, a better leader, you know, and, and, and a better community member. Cause I'm all three. So I, I'd, I'd hate to say, yeah. I don't, you know, I think the problem is, is everybody wants to make everything painted like it's so great and there's no problems. Like, of course, syndicates has its problems and there's going to be problems in the future with the syndicate. You know, we know there's going to be problems, but the goal is, you know, yep. to eventually tackle those problems head on, listen to the community and which most people don't do. And honestly, with Timmy, what Timmy, which you got me to do is listen to the community. And I appreciate that. It's because I usually thought really, because like, oh, I think we were talking, I'm like, the community doesn't know what it wants. Like, we don't need the community. And he quoted by tweet and said, what is he talking about and i was like let me explain <laughs> this is what i mean but um
4: oh that's interesting Yeah, but the, i think yeah, i
2: remember that yeah. kind of so, yeah so our goal is just to kind of just communicate see what the users want you know at the end of the day whether people like it or not the protocol success is basically on how many users you have and tvl you have you know protocols are users yeah. at the end of the day so you have to you have to dedicate yourself to the users or your protocol is going to die. You know, I I I struggle with osmosis because I just think they think their bridges are too big to fail. And guys, you have to you have yes. to
4: listen to the people that use your protocol. You know, so no, it's super true. Real quick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I keep hitting approved. No. Um. Oh. Yeah, I guess um, we can we can
1: kind of transition we can transition a little bit into uh, like the open mark- mic part of the night, but I think we can do it like surrounding Syndicate Hub because I think like what you guys are building kind of is part of a larger conversation, right? Like Finn from Terraspaces was DMing me while he was listening. It's like be interesting to see how Cosmos goes for this, like in the same way that. In the same way that I actually don't think you were wrong, Mike, about the community being dumb. Um, in just in that it was where you came from, Phantom, where there are oh, well, ads for have Phantom. You, have you seen so.
2: Solidly what happened with Solidly? I mean, Andre left the space because people are like you are an idiot, to be yeah. honest, from a developer standpoint, because it's the first time I've ever been a developer, you're going to make mistakes. Our goal is just to build cool shit and hope it sticks. I mean, this is a venture capital space. This is startups. You know, most startups fail. So, like, obviously, we want to see
1: ourselves succeed, but we're just trying to build. So, wait, when was that shift? When was that shift from Phantom to Cosmos? Like, how long ago? I left Phantom in January.
2: That's a good question.
3: When Adrian left. January
1: of, hmm. Would that be 22 or 21? 21. Okay. So you've been around Cosmos for about two mm-hmm. years now. Correct. Okay. So I'm curious from your perspective, how how do you think Cosmos people are going to, and already have been, but especially as you get bigger and have more attention, react to this? Because it's funny, like I think it's good you're calling them bribes. It's very straight up and also accurately descriptive. Yeah. But we all know how white lady Cosmos is and how um for better or for worse. And like It'll be interesting to see if this is not met with pitchforks. I hope it's not. <laughs> if it's met with pitchforks, we're anyway. ready to
2: face the uh, face the crowd. But uh, I think the best thing we oh, can yeah, do Yeah, and I'll face them with you.
4: <laughs> the
1: thing happens anyway. Yeah,
2: it, it Redacted. I got to give a shout out to Redacted Cartel because they're the ones who really inspired me to do this. If you guys aren't familiar, we've, we've tagged pretty much anybody that was relevant and, and coming up with this kind of hybrid idea in our white paper. Um, which I'll post and everybody can take a look at. Um, but um, the, the, I, I really don't know. I haven't really faced anybody that has really came at me. Uh, I've had a good couple of good questions and good conversations, which I always appreciate. But um, I, I really don't know uh, to be honest, because I think the goal right now is is Adam and we're kind of working behind the, uh, the scenes, which is nice. <laughs> and we haven't really been the topic of conversation, but it will the day will come and uh how we'll face that is just basically explain to people transparency you know we'd love to be you know lie and say all these things and say you know this is great and it's called incentives we're just going to tell you how it is straight up how the world works basically and uh what occurs already and we already discussed this timmy so we're we're really in no i guess i'd say no stranger to this anyways and we'll face it yeah. when it comes we're not too worried about it we're just going to kind of build build something that we think is going to be super useful.
3: Do you do any coding so, yourself?
2: I do not do any coding myself. I have a uh, a few team members too, that were provided by Comdex, which is part of the deal because uh, I don't have a coding background. Again, I came from advanced markets. So that's really my background is finance. I'm in no, I guess, no pro to that. And I'm, I will openly admit that I know nothing about the technology from like a coding se- uh, se- uh, point. I obviously understand it. Um, and that's why I built a team around me that does. So uh, there's there's a bunch of guys uh-huh. that that I'd like to give shout outs to, like oh, Jordy. Oh, real quick, how big is your team? We have five people so far. So we have two front end engineers, okay. two back end, um, and then we have a operations manager who basically coordinates everything. And then you have myself that's kind of just doing everything. <laughs> so we're kind of short handed, and I've asked around like the the the, the ecosystem because it's very hard to find Go and Rust uh, developers, and that's kind of what we're looking for. So uh, if anybody you, knows, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, helpful to, to to get one. So
3: um, you should you should join the Cosmos Rust Developer Discord. Then I actually live stream in there constantly now. So there's Please. probably some of those guys.
2: Please, I, I would I would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, sh- shoot me a DM on Timmy too, Mike. I have someone I can yeah, connect you that'd with. That'd be awesome, yeah.
2: Because that's really what we're struggling with because you come from Solidity where everyone you know knows Solidity and yeah, now you're going to a, a new language, language, which is Rust and Go. So it's,
1: it's, it's a definitely an eye-opening thing. But the beautiful thing is it's almost less new in a way, just in that it's not crypto-specific like Solidity. Well, see, that's where I didn't understand
2: that until recently.
1: <laughs> yeah so rust, rust is a general language and while we don't technically use rust in cosmos we use Cosmwasm, which is rust based uh and then go which the sdk is written in is golang which is a language that's uh, been around since i don't know since when but was invented for non-non-crypto yeah. so thing I'm, I'm, you know, like right? i said i admit my faults and my shortcomings like
2: i don't know much about it that's why i kind of to have faith in a few people like Chandra Gupta Singh who's who's a Comdex developer who's been really, really helpful uh on the back end and has been a freaking superstar. So shout out to him. But um and then we have, you know, our front end uh guy, um, whose name is I can't remember his name, he's from Zimbabwe. I, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, Tatenda. <laughs> Hopefully you're not listening. But uh he he's done a great job on the front end. So we're we're working silently uh within the shadows right now and and you know, uh, I, I can't wait to, to finally develop, deliver the test night and the full product. So it's going to be really, really cool.
1: OK, so I have I have my big question of the night, I think, and I would actually like not just encourage, like I'd almost ask anyone in the audience who is able to like chime in and wants to come up to, to do so. Like, I really want to kind of hear various takes on this one. So this whole thing, I, I like to look at, I'm someone who's not really in crypto for the money, but for the, like, innovation and, like, the the impact and change of stuff. So I often find myself really zooming out and looking at stuff from, like, almost, almost like a philosophical or, like, high-level type thing. And so while it's easy enough to kind of just go, well, it's already happening anyways, so we might as well make infrastructure for it. Another part of me is like, Mike, why didn't you decide to maybe, and this is a genuine question, like, try and build something that prevents this from happening, rather than something that makes it easier and, like, more transparent, that's a good argument. It's already happening, so transparency is good, but but like why not just try and figure <laughs> out a way to prevent
3: it i love i <laughs> love that well, things yep. in the yep. long run i right? love
1: that question
2: because yep g said it perfectly in the front end it's going to be very centralized and the back end is going to be decentralized so we kind of ran this 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 idea uh, a few times because if you build something to prevent it the problem is is you're not going to prevent it it's going to happen behind closed doors anyways and this is this doesn't prevent it anyways like it's still going to happen behind closed doors but users are still going to be incentivized anyways, you know? So like, they're going to at least get something out of it. So I can't control the validator cabal. Like, I wish I could. It's, it's something that, you know, it holds dear to me because I see what happens like with your proposal. Like that sucks. Like you have people that just vote no with no explanation. Like I wish we could have something that could control that. And that will probably be done with a doubt, but we're trying to do it on the protocol layer, hopefully to create a new narrative to say, Hey, Guys, this stuff exists, you know, whether you like it or not, bribes exist. You know, they have them behind closed doors. There's deals, handshake deals between protocols and people. at.
1: Would you say it's more accurate to phrase it like you guys are building this or you have this idea? because you came to the conclusion that it is impossible to stop. So this is the next best thing. Is that kind of accurate? Yeah,
2: we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. I mean, uh, hopefully eventually, you know, I think we're more of a sense of like, what has worked in Ethereum? You know, why is Ethereum so successful and have billions of dollars TVL? We took the curve.
3: It would also bring like random to like a little element. Well, familiarity too.
2: And I think that's a problem that we have. a lot of people come from the evm and use these apps and they're like yeah what the heck is osmosis and like what is this instead of having like oh you know v- voter escrow it seems familiar you know you have a bridge to optimism and say oh look syndicate this looks a lot like redacted or this looks a lot like you know Vodium, and this looks a lot like you know hidden hand like we're trying to create familiarity with the evm because the problem is is we don't really have that we have a bunch of apps that do different things on different change i've never used crescent you know i've used osmosis a few times you know obviously i've used c swap a lot recently most of the time if i'm going to do transactions i'm going to do them on uniswap and curve so we're trying to say okay let's take an audience you're crazy go ahead can you
1: hear me oh yeah i just said you're crazy oh i'm just saying like imagine willingly using uniswap well, in 2023 I don't, I don't, but sorry I, I, i'm continue. talking about
2: the aggregators like i use i use DeFi Llama's aggregator oh, okay. <laughs> but for the people in the audience that maybe don't understand that like i'm using uniswap or like paraswap like i'm using obviously a dex aggregator <laughs> i've been around the block demi <laughs> not, not using the, the front end interface that's basically silenced anywhere but outside the us but um just create familiarity with products that people already know exist so i think the problem is is people keep trying to reinvent the wheel when the wheel didn't really need to be invented like again we don't need to create solutions for there's pro- where there's not
4: problems so okay yeah yeah G- G-
2: i'm a fan G- Go-
3: I, i'm a huge i'm a fan i'm a huge fan of like scaling things and making things work better that's generally what i do automate yeah
2: so i think hopefully and this is what our goal is is to be that evm compatible chain so like i know that Atmos is trying to do that but we're hoping to have the Axilar bridge and i've heard from the team that they're trying to come up with something to go directly to optimism so here's the cool thing is the op- optimism users wait wait ahead.
1: wait wait when you say the chain and the team oh i'm
2: talking about we, we work closely with comdex we consider ourselves okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean there is, there's there's cool. literally like I think like 13 people in Comdex and they're they they do a lot like they I think they are yeah. the most one of the most active teams in Cosmos they do a lot they work a lot that's why I really appreciate like they get stuff done so
1: um when I realized like the other day that Rhythm left when did that happen yeah Rhythm left
3: uh, uh that happened like four yeah, weeks ago to... but he's oh, he has like early. he has like medical issues and yeah. stuff like that and he wasn't able to get back to like all the people that were doing proposals and stuff so he left and I think some lady took yeah, over. Yeah, I can't. And, I, can't okay. I
2: haven't really talked to her. I really only deal with Ishmael, and I deal I with Chandra think. Gupta. And um, full
3: disclosure, I don't really like her. She's great. I like. <laughs> uh, to,
2: uh, to be honest, I haven't really. Everybody's been great, man. I, 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 I can't. Oh complain.
1: no! I'll tell you. Any team, any team that can kind of go through what they went through with going through the Cosmos Community Ringer and oh, is still oh, building. on, come on, to me, come on, yeah. come on.
2: Uh, wash trading we're, like we're wash here. trading in a, osmosis is set up for that way anyways like how are you gonna yell at the team for creating volume in a pool like most of the volume well on it's osmosis are well
3: because yeah i mean well it's it's th- this is where i'm at with it because i moderate for the chat like it wouldn't be so bad if asset mantle didn't shut off their bot first and because you know it's obvious that it's an issue if somebody else, and XKey, we already got caught with this like six months ago, and they already went through like the whole like, we shut off the whole thing and the community backlash and whatever. And every time this happens, every community shuts it off and then changes and does what they're supposed to. So, so far it works. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think I just, get a I, just
2: laugh, it, I just laugh at it because it occurs on every
1: decks. It really does.
2: Like, people. It does, but it. when you're caught with it, of course, nobody. That's wants exactly.
1: <laughs> you no, know, no. That's why. That's why I don't hold it against them long term, yeah. but why there did have to be a conversation around it at the
3: time. Like a user ended up getting all the transactions and showing all the wallets and all that oh, stuff. Oh, I saw it. So on the proposal. That's why. Yeah. That's why their proposal was removed, or another proposal. Their incentives were removed from Osmosis.
2: Yeah, I mean, I
3: unfortunately yeah, it but is what it is. you know i think they can ask for them back you know whenever yeah, i think but, they're
2: they're looking at the wrong yeah. place to get deep liquidity i think the goal honestly and what i've been trying to coach them to do is like osmosis well, is gonna obvious, be yeah. gonna be hard to work with because they are a direct competitor i mean i don't like to view them as competitors i think we're all in coalition, but. I think from a financial point, obviously, like users are fighting over users. And this kind of I'm a pretty
3: chain agnostic. Yeah. You know, I like that you're trying to outreach to the like outer ecosystems. That's like what I complain about a lot lot is like everybody's recycling the users.
2: Like there is a lot of people on L2s, like to create excitement and say, what's this new stuff? It seems familiar, but it's new. And that's kind of our goal is like we came up with a model that's at least familiar with users that's not necessarily like not too familiar like in the sense of it's just copy pasta because it is going to be built in a different language so it's not the same and it's going to look a little bit different but it's familiar it's like if somebody's coming over from optimism like oh i've been here before but like what is this and it intrigues them instead of saying oh it's just another solidly fork oh it's just another Uniswap fork we're trying to almost be a front end the sense of Comdex and like, okay, you know, what do you do once you use these platforms? Oh, well, let's go to Syndicate. Syndicate has this product and they have this product and they have this product. It's not going to be anything it's like 3 million APY. Like, that's just stupid. We want to totally avoid that. But like, okay, you know, you lock S, like Timmy's saying, you get S Harbor, you get a 5% bribe weekly, and then you get 11% on incentives, 16% yield. Nothing crazy. But users at least say, okay, you know what? I'm getting at least some sort of real yield. Which I hate to call it real yield because it's really not it's incentives plus fees plus bribes, but it is somewhat real. And um, they're, they're, they have an all-in-one experience. Oh, once I have this S asset, let's say let's get particular. And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but let's say you have S Harbor, let's take it to you know Komodo and lend it out and earn extra interest. And then you 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 just basically give users. Uh, a, a chance to use different strategies and create their own strategies versus you know you go to osmosis you have osmo what do you really do with it there's really nothing you can do you can go to mars but those are capped you know most of those are capped you know usdc pool is capped so i think our goal is to say okay we create a market and we create excitement with these three products and kind of have users use all three so
3: i think when convex has like the commodities set up it's that, going to be game i'm over. so excited
2: for man you do i mean i come from traditional markets and i understand how big commodities are and so there's just been yeah, a couple sure. protocols and they have just missed it big so
3: tara almost yeah, had that kind mirror, of stuff set up with mirror, the mirrors interesting mm-hmm.
2: man I, but the problem is so we don't uh, timmy you and i have talked about this there's no need for us to have a token at least in the short term because i think tokens are, are uh, a problem because they're a liability and it really hinders builders being able to actually promise financial products so like that's the what kind of makes us different is we don't have a token we have no token we really don't have any like opportunity to you know make one i, I don't think it will benefit users and it, it will obviously benefit us because we can capital raise to that but we don't want to do that we just kind of want to build cool products give users solutions to, you know, certain problems, like, you know, staking, like you were talking about LSDs, like everybody wants liquidity and they want to be able to swap and and to create strategies. Like, it's cool. Like when you get ST atom in your wallet and you say, Oh, I can, you know, extract value from an auto compounding position. Like that creates excitement. Like, wow, I can actually do something with this. Rather than, okay, I staked it at the Kepler and I'm getting my rewards and I claim them and sell them, you know? And we want to create interesting <laughs> strategies with that. And Komodo allows you to do that, which is kind of like Ave, And then you have, you know, uh, Harbor, which is a
1: maker or die, make or die, kind of like, what, go ahead. What is Harbor's Twitter handle? I'm having so much trouble finding them right it's, now. I only see a scam yeah, one. It's Harbor Protocol, it should be. Do they change their logo to a black and white Harbor one? underscore
4: protocol.
3: Sorry. There's also Komodo. Yeah, Komodo Komodo
2: is is interesting. So Komodo is is kind of reminds me of Rari Capital, if you guys were familiar to Rari and Fuse pools. And that's kind of really what it reminds me of. And that really excites me because now you've got a triple asset pool that you can lend against, which is really, really cool. It's an interesting concept that was kind of flopped by Fuse and Rari. That's what happens when you trust a 12-year-old developer. (laughs) It takes all the (laughs) funds. wait what what oh man that's why i i love talking about this i I love talking about this because it's like everyone has a different journey so like i was an ethereum you know fvm evm guy so like i knew all the stuff that happened on l one phantom optimism you know arbitrum so like i knew all that stuff that was coming out and hot so the problem is is i'll enlighten the people that are in the audience that maybe don't know about this so like i can't remember what it was so there was a hack that happened to rari rari capital is essentially like kind of like a nebula or like a a komodo where you have multiple assets and you can lend against the assets in the pool so let's say you have you know uh a pool of you know let's say osmosis atom a stable coin like a curve three pool and you would basically deposit into that pool let's say you put a thousand dollars and you could let, you could basically extract stablecoins, USDC, Dai. You know, I think their Faye was the uh, was the Tribe protocol, which was partnered with Ferrari. And you could you could take a stablecoin against that asset pool. So the problem is, is somebody figured out how to hack it, and they drained all the pools. So the problem was that they didn't the DAO didn't want to pay people back because they said that the hack was already taken care of, and like you know Sam Kazaman from Frax got this is a whole fiasco. But that's what the problem was. The guy's like 12 years old. Uh, the guy that made Rari, which was interesting because I think Rari was actually super cool. Uh, there's really nothing else there like it. Like Spell kind of has it with like liquidity positions where you can, mint, you know, MIM out of liquidity positions to auto compound. And Rari was kind of like that with more asset availability. But the, what happened to me is it got hacked. And the Fae, the, Fae, the Fae, uh, Fae token holders, which was Tribe, their partner with Rari, didn't get made whole. They got screwed. Oh. Yeah, and they screwed Sam. I remember they kind Sam, of hearing you know, they about it all. Sam, who's, I think yeah. Sam's one of the more brilliant minds with Frex Finance, and I can't wait for Frex to come to IBC. Frex is such an interesting protocol.
1: Oh, Sam uh, Bankman-Fried. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sam, Sam, <laughs> Sam yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried. He, yep. he might make it. Yeah, crazy. I brought up Prax earlier today, actually, and someone was like, I've never heard of that. You it. see, I it's wish like, we, we all we have more need,
2: we need more people so to 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 reach out outside the cosmos because there's a lot of cool stuff going on in Ethereum. And, like, that's what inspired me to make a lot of these ideas, just like a lot of these Ethereum protocols that worked. Like, why try to reinvent something that already works? And why not bring it to another ecosystem? I bought,
1: I bought a bunch of crypto today that wasn't Cosmos-based, and it was my first time in a long time. Except for, except for Chainlink. So chain what time. is it?
4: <laughs> what did you buy?
1: Uh, I bought some AVAC. Ooh, interesting. Uh, uh, some V VeChain. Uh, just because I think that's going like, to pump in the next couple of days, not for a long-term hold. Yeah, I
2: think my biggest uh. holdings, besides Adam and uh, I, I it's convex is one of my decent size bags. Wait, but, um, as, as convex, I have a lot of
1: convex. Oh, so I have yeah. a lot of curve. I have a decent size position. Wait, facts. I bought some graph. I bought some graph too. Oh, okay, it wasn't loading. Yeah, yeah I got some graph and file coin as yeah. well. Both short term. Yeah, just looking at some, a, some, Yeah, he's a long term. Convex is, is interesting. See uh, a coin. See a coin long term. I've been
3: accumulating that for a while. Actually, don't I judge used to me. I mind see a. Turning into my top holding for no reason. What is? Sia's? Wind. Wind. It's an airdrop. <laughs> God. Yeah, same, right? My is, we at Spark, like, host
1: everything we can on Sia. So, like, even our proposal that's on the hub right, right now, 202, like, at the top, it says, like, IPFS version. And I, I told my guy who was putting it up, I was like, no, like, just... Right see a coin version. So on am see it and he was like, no one's gonna know what that is. Fuck
4: off.
1: I was like, God
2: see, damn it. Yeah, yeah. I, all I knew is was I used to he a Back in the day. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so outside of Cosmos now in my uh in my little crypto.com account waiting to be transferred to a yeah. private wallet. There. I'd love to
2: for some people to come up and ask some questions, man, because it makes me a better you know, better developer. Well, you call it call it developer, but whatever, whatever you want to call it, makes me better at public speaking. Cause I'm glad that you kind of brought the heat today. Cause it made me kind of on my toes and (laughs) made me make sure you know, I'm like, man, maybe he's asking
3: some tough questions, but it makes me, I'm pretty terrible at talking. So don't worry. Glad
1: Glad to hear. I, I think I've, I've settled into a pretty good rhythm where I try and find the balance between like, making the making people actually think and get into weeds and stuff but also trying to do it in a very like friendly environment oh, yeah. because a lot of people are not used to public speaking and especially not twitter spaces whatever this is uh so well, they're valid yeah.
2: questions too it's not like i wasn't beating around the bush so like i'm like, the points that you brought up is like you know vote centralization like something that we already knew existed and explaining the product to like uh, the common person, like the, e- it's gonna be easier to do with like videos and stuff. Like talking about it doesn't do it justice. Like if you actually see the graphics we're gonna come out with, it will make it make it a lot more sense. Than me Pictures talking worth about a it. thousand <laughs> words. <What's laughs> the problem is, is I'm like, uh, yeah. like
3: wouldn't it make it like also harder for like validators to collude like amongst themselves if the community is like outvoting them and making this random element as well like, later on? Yeah. yeah,
2: so validators really have no say. To be honest, it's at the protocol layer so that's the thing that we have like comdex proposals for the yeah Comodo right Exchange, because like remember be on the it, applications like the only thing that i don't want yeah. to, as of right now is there's no governance token for komodo there's no governance token for c-swap so like comdex governs those protocols so like we don't solve that problem but we solve the harbor problem meaning that you know we're going to vote obviously in the best interest of harbor uh as syndicate and like obviously harbor voter, voters and you can't you can't incentivize everybody to participate there's still going to be people that aren't going to participate but if majority participate and they see the vision okay we want harbor protocol to be the dot maker die of of cosmos and the problem is is like with maker you just have vcs that control it for themselves so let's say users actually have a stake in this now and syndicate has a stake in this so now we can vote for the greater good of cmst and the long-term duration of cmst and that value gets secured back to the holders in syndicate like obviously we're going to make money like I hate to say it like people just like want people to work for free and build stuff for free like the goal is not, never to work for free so obviously there's there's an interest in us for the succession of of Comdex and, yeah and harbor protocol and we're obviously going to share a, a little bit of that revenue as well but if you provide a service like, for the it, revenue like if the service meets the revenue there shouldn't be a problem so
1: yeah well but i mean like i i think uh hmm. People, people too often think of things as like needing to be public goods or free or whatever. Like, like I'm an idiot. Like, people should not spend years of work on something with no payoff. Don't follow my, don't follow my lead. Um, wait, is that what so? You said? Wait, like, is that what you said? Your...
2: You said that people shouldn't be paid for their for their for their goods. Yeah.
1: No, no. I just I've been building Spark in ICI for like over a year now, uh, and I haven't made a drop. Well, the, and I don't you, think I will for screwed. a while.
2: Yeah, hey, screwed I, by, by the proposal. That's why it blows my mind. It's like we need an interchain info. No, we no, really, no. I don't even mean that. Like do, I think we, the proposal is gonna pass. Like we do, we I just do mean, need it. We, we really, really need true. it because like yeah. the problem is is like everyone thinks everyone's crypto. None of that
1: going. To yeah. be. Everyone thinks everyone's crypto. I, I don't know, and if- they think they understand everything. Like. If you want, yeah, people also yeah, just won't read nuances sometimes and details. Like, I guarantee you, a bunch of people have looked at my proposal, maybe even read part of it, and just assumed, like, Timmy's taking some of this. Yeah. This is him getting paid. Where if you read it, I don't see a drop of any of this money. 50% goes to hire outside devs that we need for help with Web3 stuff, 50% goes back to community members.
2: <sighs> Timmy, quit saying Web3, man. Web3 is a scam, <laughs> it's always been crypto. Oh, I just, I can't stand. No,
1: ah. no. Nah, nah, I, I, I subscribed to Web3 yeah, well, for one web reason.
2: Three. One gift
1: that I saw. Oh, man. We're, we're going to have a different Twitter space for this No, there's, there's one gift that I saw that's like why I still use the term Web3. It was like Web3, sign up with an email and a password. Web2, sign up with your Google or your Facebook. Web3, sign in with your wallet. That's what that's what Web3 is yeah. to me, is using your wallet as your sign. I'm just a that, dumb, that, dumb, uh, dumb, crypto. It's also head, like you know?
3: audience dependent. Yeah, I'm a crypto right? dumb-haired you know? that's You're...
1: like,
2: you know, like I think G is kind of where I'm at. <laughs> like we've been around I the world. I think
3: your grandma and Web3, whereas like. We're going to use crypto, yeah.
1: I also think they're different though. Like for example, uh, interchain info isn't crypto. We're not on a blockchain. We don't have a token, but we're definitely Web3. And I mean, I mean, we are crypto too, but also, like, you know what I mean? Like, I do think there is a place for both terms, but I actually don't want to get into semantics. I want to like pick your brain on something I brought up earlier and again, encourage other people to come up and yeah. wait. And if they want, so. You just like mentioned a second ago, like when talking to grits, like just clarifying, you know, like validators don't have control. This is, this is the, the protocol level, not, not chain level. And so going back to like my First thing, just what are your thoughts on a liquid voting thing, where I would I would take Juno, Osmo, Comdex, whatever. I would go to this protocol. I w- I would stake it. Um, it would give me back two things: one, uh, a soulbound token that represents, or honestly. Never mind, I'm just thinking of, what do, what do you think of PRISM? Do you know about PRISM on Luna? That's what I was about to describe. Like, having an actual token that yeah, represents Luna, just B Luna? the voting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: I think the interesting thing about why Luna yield Luna, and like, what was it, B Luna, P. which is like P Luna, P. which was principal. principal Luna. Yeah. I think that's an interesting idea. I think the only thing that you run into is, more people are going to side with the
1: yield than they are with the principal so I think the principle what from my like, understanding go ahead what if it's for something like what if you could design something like prism but that is very modular and you could use it for an l1 token or a protocol token or whatever and so every now and then because it was an open marketplace thing as opposed to being like the problem with prism is it was designed just for luna yeah. um and it started to expand to other things but like I'm thinking of something it where it, it would be a wide net so that there'd be a high chance that it catches one of those curve or Astroport things, right? Yeah, huh.
2: that's an interesting concept. I mean, we, we would never rule that out, obviously, but there's got to be a marketplace for it. As of right now, I think yeah. what we kind of see is that most people don't really have the time to vote anyways. Most people have full-time jobs and they kind of just do crypto on the side. Yep. So I think most people align, and and I hate this, and like we're no, and and we're no, I guess we're no people to talk because we're still in responsibility. But like influencers are a good example. So like a popular thing back in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one was that people would basically listen to influencers buy what influencers told them to buy, both the ways that influencers tell them to vote, and basically most people voted whatever whatever personality of influencer they followed. So you really yeah. can't prevent that problem from happening. In a bear market, I think it's a lot easier because number one, if you build a decent persona and like obviously you don't want to be like the Batman scenario, like you live long enough to become the villain. Like you don't want that to happen because we've seen that happen with like Daniel Sesta, like Sam Bateman-Fried. And I mean, they all did sketchy shit, but like you don't want to be put yourself in a position just basically pitchforked, like you said, by the community. But you also have a responsibility to your protocol users and stuff like that to be able to obviously give them value like you said like the soulbound token like whoever sees the value in like those votes eventually are going to take those votes and it's more transparent instead of like the backdoor deals which i think what, what the where, where you were going with that is like you basically make a transparent system of like the ch- on the chain level of voting versus the protocol level right where you're going in the
1: actual port the protocol on um, that I wasn't going anywhere in particular. What if if you could do that and
3: and then tax it? You know, it'd be great for a community fund. True. Wait, but what I
1: just, your first response to that, my my, kind of initial just big general question there was like, people are more attracted to the yield side of things. So even though when I first said it, I kind of retracted it and misspoke. Let me actually go back to it. What if, when you use this protocol, you get two tokens? Um, one, which represents the actual value of the asset and it grows the way like ST Atom does or other stride assets with your staking rewards compounding. And that one is soul bound. So, by using this protocol, you're effectively just normal staking. You're no longer having a liquid staking derivative that has like principle behind it. The only thing you get that's liquid is the voting one. Isn't so different Celestia? than Prism in that way too. Is Celestia
2: trying to solve that problem, and Osmosis mesh security?
4: Uh, I mean, I'm I'm actually asking. I don't I don't know. I don't think it's. Well, I guess it's kind of like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm really just like thinking out loud. I think this stuff's really interesting. Like what what blockchains like effectively are as it pertains to governance, I think is a scaffold for like decentralized modular governance. But so far we've kind of only done the things that we've done in traditional governments. Just like, you know, the the most innovation we've really had is that a person can be worth more than one vote. Like you can buy your voting power, but beyond that, things are pretty similar. And so I like, I'm kind of bummed we got a smaller turnout tonight because I actually find stuff like this far more interesting than like DYDX coming to Cosmos or something like that because it's trying out these new things yeah. and like what you're doing isn't even totally new like we've talked about tonight it's but Still, it's,
4: it's somewhat new
2: I mean, yeah it's, it's
1: rethinking it's, it's, fundamentals yeah, right like yes, I think that, yeah. yeah yeah rethinking fundamentals rather than like what can we build on traditional? Yeah. You
2: build upon the foundation rather than reinvent the wheel, and I think that's a problem in that crypto space where you have people. And and this is no like no demeaning. I mean this in like no demeaning fashion. Like when you come from traditional finance, like you understand like building upon financial constructs that have already been built before. Like a mutual fund is a good example. Like you just say, let's say you have you know American funds, which is a popular funds in in the U.S. And uh, you see, okay, you know, they're, they're, you know, their manager is this person and he, you know, he manages the fund this way. You know, let's see what things that he he's weak upon and I'll build on top of that and create my own fund. So I think that's kind of like where the path we're going. is like, okay, here's the weak spots where it acted. Here's the weak spots of liquid driver. Here's the weak spots of convex. Let's build upon those weak spots, still have the same idea that they have, just build upon it. And then somebody will come around and say, hey, Syndicate made a good product. This, this is kind of where my my mind was going with it. it's kind of building a foundation, giving the keys to the kingdom and letting somebody build on top of it like if we are the end all be all in innovation, then like we aren't innovating at all. It's like the goal is just to to build upon the pyramid to eventually create something that will li- outlive us you know that will be useful to people the next people and give them an idea and say, well. Syndicate did this great, but they didn't do this great. And I love that. I think that's yep. what makes crypto so special. It's like everyone tries to that's copy the same thing over man. and over. Yeah. Well, they just try to create the same thing over and over again instead of taking strong suits that something did really well and then fixing the plug in the holes. And then the next person will find the plug in the holes until you get some sort of perfect product. So that's kind of our goal. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I have a couple of terms for the those things. It's like being chain agnostic and then driving the meta of you know, interchange. It's what I've been repeating constantly re- recently, so.
2: Yeah, and I think, gee, you bring up a good point, is people wanna think competition. Like, competition is great, trust me. Like, I, I, I know US is a super competitive market, but we're not competing against each other. We're competing against finance, traditional finance, banks, you know, loaning institutions, you know, third parties, you know, stockbrokers. Like, we're not really competing against each other. And like, we need to change the mindset from competition to coalition saying, okay, you know, I've I've been in the direct messages with White Whale. I've talked to, you know, Neutron. I've talked to a few people and saying, okay, how can we help each other? And Timmy and I, same thing. Like, how can we help each other? How can we benefit each other with our services? Like, what do you need from me? What can I do for you? Versus, well, you know, Timmy's gonna, you know, have a protocol. It's directly gonna launch against mine. I better not work with him. Like sometimes it's better to work with competition because you guys can still have a decent market share with different, yeah. you know, different people. You know, you might have your product might be, you know, targeting you know X
3: users versus Y. Well, here's a great example: security. Like, look at what happened to Kajira. Me and Jacob were just all over Kajira, just you know about Kajira, their close, stay away their closed door smart away, yeah, contract. Stay away from them. Yeah. And then they got hacked. You know.
2: Yeah, stay away from uh, them. <laughs> Anybody that Why just is that manages, like? yeah, well, just stay away from anything closed source because closed source there's a reason behind it. And like I, I battled with them. Like your stablecoin is not interesting. It's just an overcollateralized stablecoin. Like if it was like a new model that was like I'd say like a native stablecoin like FPIs or like fresh frac price index, even that was public source. Like everybody could see it. It's so like unless you're developing something that's generally new. Like I can understand closed source, but like closed source. I just most scenarios I see, it's just it's just because the team's doing something that's sketchy. I, also, you're basic, have... basically
3: challenging everybody to break your protocol. So, well, Instead then you of... can't
2: have people openly audit it.
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> you can't do the uh, ladder, you know. And you're paying for the audits, you know, behind closed doors. Comdex I, is GitHub repos like open, so
2: they they have uh, they have the and this is what what made me have my decision build on top of Comdex is they have the largest. I think the largest contributions out of anybody in the cosmos ecosystem like most active contributions oh cool but they also have three applications so it's a little bit different yeah like they they have the most commits to the github i think that was that i can't remember how long ago that was it might have changed but they're really active like if you go look on the github repository like the last commit was like six hours ago okay yeah, but to me, I, the, these, in my opinion, I, I really don't like talking bad about other projects. I know I've done with Osmosis, and, and obviously Osmosis is great, and they have things that they're great at, but like, I don't like like people that just shit on other projects. And Like, oh, Sonny does that a lot, and it really bothers me. But Kujira does the same thing. And like, you have to understand like, your project's not perfect. Like, When people shit on Syndicate, I'm like, okay, understand your concern. Tell me why. I want to understand why versus just shut down the, the FUD or whatever. Like. I hate FUD. Like It's not FUD. People really have general concerns about your product, and you have to be able to explain that to people and say, or maybe they don't understand it. Like you, Timmy, you had questions about syndicate, and maybe I wasn't explaining it the right way. But eventually, in conversation, we got to a middle ground where there was a somewhat understanding in the beginning that there wasn't. So I think people need to understand to be able to do that a lot more, saying, okay, maybe I'm not explaining it the right way. Maybe you're not asking the question the right way. And then eventually, by talking, going back and forth, we reach a middle ground saying, okay, this is what you meant and this is what I meant. Yes, this is the answer. Versus, well, these incentives are supposed to do this and you're not using them right. Like, that's just that's just low-level thinking. Like, you have to be able to take feedback. And Kujera is like, jacob you don't know what you're talking about and g i was in there too was saying like guys close source is like really sketchy like you shouldn't do it and then everyone's like you know kujera threatened jacob and then they threatened me and i'm like guys i don't want to deal with this number one i I don't want people where i live any of that yeah
3: They're generally like unwelcoming (laughs) like they're very closed community like feeling when you go in there beforehand anyway
2: yeah i just i i can't i can't get behind that ethos man crypto is supposed to be for everybody by everybody and they just they take it in a cult mentality and i can't i can't get behind that same
3: with the secret network like i post news in like you know 20 different discords every day they're like the hardest one like like they're literally (laughs) it's the secret it's secret you can't you
2: can't know anything about it
3: secret they fawned with me for like a week and like or two weeks and then their team made me my own room finally it was ridiculous The worst room so far. I
2: I need to do a better job of like looking at other ecosystems. Like I pretty much stick to Cosmos Hub, Osmosis, COMDEX and Optimism and Arbitrum. Because I kind of get a lot of the ideas and I pick the people's brains that have been coding Solidity for a long time and talk to them. And I have a lot of mentors in this space who I'm very thankful for that have kind of, you know, mentored me throughout, you know, the process of building a project and, you know, saying, Hey, you know, Mike, look out for this. Or hey, Mike, you know, if you need help with this, you know. And I think that's where we really struggle with like seeking out help from other people. Like it's easy to think that you know everything when your protocol has a billion dollars of TVL. But like really you go look at know, <laughs> on Ethereum L1 and has got like 4 billion. It's so like you always have stuff to learn. And like you go look at a venture capital fund that has like 100 billion assets under management. Like there's always somebody that knows more than you and that can give you tips. And like, that's kind of like where my, I am. Like I'll admit my faults. I, I'll admit the areas that I'm weak in. Like that's why I have a team of like five or six people. You know because i can't code you know i don't know how to market you know i don't know you know how to develop front end i don't know how to do graphics but i surround myself with people that know how to so and there's nobody that really knows everything if they do run run for the hills because it's just very untrue
1: well but very very much agree
3: (laughs) well between me and my husband we can know most things at least and build stuff That's the great thing. We're actually about to launch like a a news app that helps with like relaying all the main stuff going on in Cosmos all over the place. So,
2: whenever, yeah, Yeah, it's the little things that I missed. You know, like I didn't even know Intertrain info existed until somebody brought it up to me. I think it was like, like, "Hey, yeah, exactly." And I was like, "Why hadn't this been developed
1: before?" It has not existed for very long. So I I don't think that's saying too much, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah as long as we're head. only like five weeks in or like yeah. six yeah i'd in, love to get like
2: people that. up from the audience and uh you know chat it with the
1: audience because i really definitely
2: appreciate feedback so yeah. if anybody wants to come up and request to speak now's the time to do so
1: that'd be great maybe in light of that though i don't know if you noticed the uh oh, i changed no. the name of the space yeah that's tough. yeah i know I know you specifically wanted to touch on this a bit. I'm sure it's on everyone's radar a bit. Do you want to kick us off? Like, what what is your thought? So, we recently found out the chain that will issue issue native USDC will not be deriving any utility or value to Adam after all.
2: Yeah, I saw this news and I was I was pretty upset i mean i i i got a good soy is actually the one there's a few people that explained it to me because i didn't really understand it and it seems that like they kind of pulled the bait and switch but i think g was gonna add something grits go ahead you're gonna say something
3: you have thoughts on it no i didn't say anything
2: oh well i guess i'll go out and say it but um yeah i think it, it it's tough man like I don't get why people like promise stuff and then I think you're better off under promising and over delivering than over promising and under delivering because over time you lose credibility. And I think that's a a big, big, big problem in in crypto is where people promise all these things and then they under deliver and then the people are like, well, what the hell? I don't trust this anymore because they told me they're going to do these things and didn't do them versus. You know, hey, we'll start out with two chains. And then like the third one, surprise, surprise, after ICS launches, like don't promise that Noble is going to launch. Let's say Noble does come in the future. It's an added bonus (laughs) versus, okay, you know, the big announcement of Cosmoverse for those people who were watching was Noble was going to be, you know, the first USDC, you know, asset chain. And like now it's like, well, they're going to say they're going to do it, but they don't know they're going to do. it. Like majority of people aren't going to do it in the beginning. They're not going to do it in the end. So I, I highly doubt they'll use ICS.
1: Yeah, it's, I feel like it was one of, someone said this earlier, I'm trying to remember who, because I do want to give them credit, but they pointed out that like, the kind of two big announcements and hype things of Cosmoverse were Atom 2.0 and this chain using interchain security from the hub. And we're now at a point where both of those things are not in any way what, what people are hyped for or not going well. Um, I, I think just that was like, Wicked
3: X. On, say it again. It was Wicked X on Twitter. Like he said, like the something oh. twenty two is a wash or, or something. He, I think you were reading that same tweet.
1: Yeah, I just feel like I don't understand. I don't understand who controls what at this point and i know some people do so it's not like it's a mystery but i know the majority of people don't either so like you know who 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 was part of this decision who where where does strange love verse informal verse wherever else like fit in in everything um and it just i don't know it it makes me not want to participate much it's weird like it's just tiring and, and it's not weird it's weird uh, i mean uh, my sort of reaction to it but i don't know you know get, you get what i mean like this is all just so tiring
3: i know honest. exactly what you mean i'd it's rather just, like just Work and then, rather than be shot down, honestly,
1: it's just complicated. Letdown after complicated. It's just letdown. voter
2: exhaustion,
1: man. Like you feel like your opinion yeah. matters,
2: and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the now editor sweeps in at the end and and sweats the vote. It's like. What's the point of decentralization if it's just going to work like a hedge fund? Like they just basically three people make the decision, and then the users are like, "Well, you got tokens locked up for 21 days, and guess what? We're gonna, you know, take your awards and sell them, and there's no use of it. It's just like Bitcoin, like you said. There's really no use of Adam. It's just Bitcoin on on you know, state proof of stake. Yeah, it's faster, cheaper Bitcoin. Kind of, not really. Yeah, but though. Bitcoin, not really though. But Bitcoin has <laughs> yeah, to do a million hard hard capped.
1: Exactly so yeah i guess i i don't know I, I actually don't like have a ton to say on the noble situation because it's kind of clear-cut other than just like it's disappointing now it's disappointing. Like, there's not actually a ton of discussion
2: yeah. around it what's well, the discussion is that that i think and i don't want to say the community. I think there's voices that were Jay and and Jay needs help, man. Like Jay needs help. Jayquan needs help. Jacob has said it. You know, Zaki said it. Bucky said it. Like he needs help, man. I mean, Adam 2.0 had its flaws, but like, I think if Adam 2.0 actually passed, and I Soy and I like discussed this, and like obviously there's problems with Adam 2.0 with validators not being able to do ICS, but I think if Adam 2.0 passed, at least Adam would have some sort of value proposition. As of right now, we're just kind of waiting for ICS and hope it works. I think that's a huge problem because now you're just waiting around for stuff that was promised. And now you're like, okay, Neutron's going to use it. Comdex might use it, but like we were looking forward to state. And I think you and I, Timmy, we were talking about this like stable issuance. Like if you could get USDC for hundred atom, you know, one USDC per hundred yeah. atom per day, now you have a stable asset that doesn't fluctuate that if you sell it, it's just one, you know, it's basically one of one. It doesn't, it's not, doesn't fluctuate on value. So now you actually have a monetary value of what you're using versus like Adam can fluctuate when you sell it at $12 at nine, you know, cosmic validator made that proposal that they sold, sold all their Adam at $9, which I don't believe, but, um, but they sold everything at nine. Now you just understand like, okay, I have, you know, a thousand Adam, I get 10 bucks per day in USDC. So Versus I get, you know, hundred Comdex, which could be, you know, $10, which could be five, which could be 11, which varies. I think the promise, I think the promise area of fixed outcome is what a lot of people were looking forward to.
1: Yeah. I guess the issue is that we've like, even though like earlier you brought up the point or oh, God, maybe it was my spaces early. I don't even remember said it, but like crypto is not really supposed to be money. Um, but yet it's it's like hopelessly intertwined with it the issue is like we've create with like a proof of stake system like let's say adam we've created what should be a a better alternative to something like a hedge fund because any person could come in given they have the capital and you know like but but that's the problem right there is that this is not a system in a vacuum it's a system where in order to get into it you use existing capital from another system and so those who already have a lot of capital and are in charge of hedge fund hedge funds and such you know just as an example going with the term in the real world like are in a position to retain that kind of power here it's it's this weird thing of like a lot of crypto makes way more sense in isolation in a vacuum, but as well, soon as you plug in all the real-world factors, it starts to slowly fall apart.
3: Yeah, well, we're we're not living in the future yet. In the future, everything is going to be tokenized and monetized, and hopefully, it's easier to start a business. Right? Yeah. <laughs> future everything's Chrome. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> man, I gotta go get. Some, I gotta go get some food. So I'll catch you guys later. Cool, man!
1: Thanks for popping in. Yeah, it Oh fun. my God, Jets! Who just joined? That's a goddamn original Xbox Live default profile picture. You're my hero. I don't know who you are, but you're getting a follow. Joshua, thanks for popping up, man.
5: Thanks for having me, and and yeah, I've been racking my brain uh, on this exact thing. What's real world? What is uh, what's Web3? What's, you know, how onboarding, offboarding, like are people going in the the vacuum that everybody in this industry is in right now is just an echo chamber. And I I I don't know how to handle it. I really don't because all of my body believes in what I believe in. And it's it it doesn't exist to ninety percent of the world.
1: Are, are you talking about kind of just like the ideal picture of, of what crypto exactly like? Can exactly, uh, to yeah. That it, was yeah. just broad, broad, broad
5: yeah. paint yep. strokes of just like yeah, exactly. Like, but I mean, we're yeah, you're so very right. Think- right now, right? Like, aren't we not? A
1: Like I saw, did anybody else see a thread that was going kind of viral on Twitter earlier? Mainly because a lot of people were, quote, retweeting it, calling it out as stupid. But it was someone saying, like, why blur is the worst thing to happen in crypto. And obviously everyone's like, not the scams, not, not the terror collapse, not SBF, not, like, blur. And, like, his reasoning there was... He he had a good point to make. He just shouldn't have phrased it that way, because it's not the worst thing, but his whole point is like Blur takes the art out of NFTs. It fully financializes it. It gives the tools to really just treat it like it's only about the money. And there are so the many NFTs. Wait,
5: hold on. Time out right there. Nobody even Twenty-four-year-olds don't even know and care about NFTs.
4: 33 i mean
1: do you want to go i think think that's actually the target demographic wait i I think that's actually like the main demographic so i'm gonna have to disagree on that one but my point being is whole i never need my more point was like these all these nft bros were coming out of the woodwork like and like him, that's, and you know, being like, oh my god, it's not just about the that money. We're but... in the, and I was like, it is about the money. Don't lie to yourself. Like, you, that if it wasn't about the money, you would just right click save. Don't, don't fucking lie to yourself. Like, that's why Blur is so successful because they finally just admitted did, it and tapped you, in. Yeah, like, okay, people are, I doubt it. I didn't even look into what was eligible. I don't do NFT stuff. I think it was. Oh. I didn't get it. Well there' like, the airdrop sure for like NFT. So users
4: I didn't know about-
1: What was the airdrop for? Do you know? off the top of your head, I thought it was for people that use like various NFT platforms and stuff.: Yeah, well, yeah,
5: pretty much just trading yeah. on their platform. Yeah, but their platform is pretty freaking cool. I'm not gonna lie. If you, off.
2: I gotta jump <laughs> off here, but uh, appreciate you having me on. If anybody has any questions, obviously just send me a DM and tag me on Twitter. But I appreciate everybody that came to space. I gotta hop off, spend time with the fam.
1: So cool, man. We'll appreciate you uh hopping on, and uh, we'll definitely like, do it again sometime yeah, in the of future. Course. Yeah, you for sure, for like, sure. that.
2: there'll be a little more what? updates from the lab, uh, hopefully soon. So, I think. Early, look early next week for some content on the syndicate hub. Uh, you could obviously follow the syndicate on the syndicate hub. It's in my
1: bio uh, for updates and stuff, but I mostly yeah, I'm just the the, I think the,
4: one,
2: the one
1: thing I didn't ask though, is like roughly what, what's your ETA on like a, a public product.
2: So we're, we're going to have an incentivized test net for sure. Um, which is okay. going to be the grants that we, we have grants, obviously from the Comdex foundation. We're very excited uh, that we received those, but we're going to give, awesome incentives to users to use our testnet. And there's going to be a pretty cool game that's uh, involved with that, which is like points for like following, you know, the syndicate and stuff like that. That's not, you know, gate cap like Paraswap swap and stuff like that. I think the coolest way to do it is for people that, you know, participate in social media and, you know, to follow, you know, the syndicate, follow me, follow, you know, tweet certain tweets and stuff like that. There's going to be a pretty cool gamification with, with how you're invited to the testnet, which is, is going to
1: be pretty excited about. So. Cool. Good stuff. Well, let's definitely like do do a spaces around then maybe. Um, or, yeah, we're we're, uh, we're 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 ironing that out right now.
2: Like I said, we're pretty short-handed on developers, so I'm I'm glad that I can't remember who, who was the one who sent me the uh, DM about the developers. So we're short-handed yep. on the on the end, So um we're going cool and then uh, shoot me a dm on timmy to too to remind yeah, I appreciate me to yeah, with yeah, the, i really uh,
1: possibility. Do appreciate it because i don't want to go through like a fiver or something like that to look for somebody and get scammed <laughs> you, you wouldn't do. the problem is you like wouldn't find anyone there that can do like or no, like can't. you might find a golang person or a rust person but yeah 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 i don't All know right, man. <laughs> well exactly appreciate 20. you uh Appreciate you joining us tonight. Yeah, um, awesome. I think what you're doing is is super cool. Like I, I'm still a little bit skeptical, and it doesn't sit right with me. But I do think I agree. Like it's gonna happen anyways. So bringing transparency and democratization to it is probably the oh, best. Of course, best. yeah. Well, yeah.
2: hey, you know what? The, you're right to be skeptical. We're just we're just the elephant. It just room. sounds. It just
1: <laughs> feels weird. You know what I mean? I'm sure you understand. Yeah. It I just
2: think, feels. I think over time, I'll convince you. I think the product will speak.
1: No, I'm already technology. convinced. Yeah. It's just I think it will always feel a little weird because you know, growing up and in the traditional world, what you're offering has basically been used as a trope and like a meme and in media and stuff for like dirty, you know, behavior. Oh, like bad. Sure. The funny thing blah, is, blah, then, blah,
2: and I'll leave you with this is that it occurs anyways, and the users yep. don't benefit at all. So we're yep. at least have the unit's benefit a little bit, you know, instead of and the protocols. So like. I think we're just trying to leave out, you know, the cabal of validators that are eventually receiving all the incentives just for security. So they're yeah. not participating in anything. You're democratizing cabalism. We're we're literally democratizing like a syndicate the syndicate. That's basically the syndicate, yeah. yeah. Yep. We're 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 democratizing like if you look up what a syndicate is, it's just a group of individuals that are dedicated toward a common cause. And our common cause is to serve, obviously, the greater good of Cosmos. To serve Comdex, who obviously we're very grateful for to give us the grants and let us launch, and hopefully give the syndicate back to the people and and make the people have uh, basically the direction on wherever it goes. So, if that's five years from now, ten years from now, I just want to be like I think Kane Warwick is a perfect example of somebody that I would like to emulate. You know, he built Synthetics. Synthetics. He's he obviously is a large holder of Synthetics, but Synthetics runs without him. So I'd like that to be the point where syndicate gets to is where syndicate doesn't need Mike anymore. And Mike, you know, is, is off doing other things and, you know, maybe helping certain projects off the ground that are innovative and stuff like that. So.
1: Very cool. Well, all right, man. Um, I think I'll probably shut down the space as well. So appreciate yeah. you joining. Awesome. Uh, we'll be in touch. Hopefully, we can get you a developer too. Uh, oh, I appreciate it.
2: It's it's, it's been a, a de- definitely a wild ride, and I'm I'm super excited on the on the pro. The, I enjoy the
1: process for sure. So yeah, yeah. And hopefully, it, hey, hopefully
2: the prop gets through, man. Interchain info. It's it's almost there.
1: It's looking good. We actually, right now, we would just need to hit quorum. So, hoping uh, yeah, we the, can make that happen. Thing,
2: uh, hopefully, we can have a space to talk about quorum. Because that's an that's a interesting metric that I don't necessarily agree with. But It's so
1: odd. It's, it's, yeah. it's there. I feel like it and the fact that validators can vote with their users' tokens. Yeah, it's are called their si- you know what they
4: call it in the
2: work world? They call it silent quitting. Because that's essentially what a, a validators do: is they don't vote on it because they don't want to have their their vote on chain, and they just silently quit. They don't vote yeah. on the proposal, so they don't have yep. to make a decision.
1: It's even it's even more hands off than abstain. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure.
2: Because you have all that voting power, and they don't. Have, they're unopinionated, even though they are. You know, they're like, yeah, we just don't have to vote on this one, and it'll make us look good because we didn't vote. Right. Versus versus like Don Cretonium, I think is. I love Don. Don cracks me up. Like he, he's just like I don't give a shit anymore. Whatever people think, they think. <laughs>
1: like, yep.
2: I want to be like you, Don. Uh,
1: but, Don is based, as they say. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's do
2: this again sometime. It was fun, man. We cool. went on for about what two hours.
1: Holy yeah. Somehow.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, there's a lot, lot. There's a lot to talk about. So. Cool. But cool. Yeah. Thanks for everyone for coming out. I'm gonna go spend time with the fam. So sounds
1: good. Shout out Terra Spaces. Yeah.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Spark IBC hosting a Cosmonaut Boot Camp, Voter Escrow with the Syndicate Hub. Recorded on Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you wanna
3: keep listening,
0: head on over to Terraspaces.org donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often in the shrooms Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe, as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course, we're tripping balls, handed reports in the latest clue ain't a way to move, change the view. Just a bunch of pack-a-heads of living in a chicken coop, picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good. so Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do.
4: Two
0: plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Faint a way to move, chase of view. Just a bunch of pecka heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that think could do. Two plus two. Show me what that think could do. Two plus two. Show me what that think could do. Two plus two. Show me what that think could do. Two plus
4: two.
0: i Spaces